Beloved, this is the Culture and Camaraderie podcast with Damlari and Tyler. Lax Era. Don't know. NY Typical. I think I think saying my name like that word is better than just saying N-Y-T-Y-P-I-C-A-L. Yeah. Yeah, NY Typical. But it's like, I'm not from New York, am I? Like, because yeah, whenever I say weird. NY, I feel like I'm saying New York. Don't want to get but, caught yeah. slipping on road, you know? <laughs> you know, I should be saying, like, what? BR? BR. BK? BK? Yeah, Broccoli. Huh? You know? <laughs> anyway, from what are you saying? Well, yeah, actually, should we, should we address the happenings that happened, that's been happening to us? What? Should we just address like what what has actually been going on? Like what's on our minds right now, fam? Oh, what the the technical, yeah, the, te- the T's fam. and D's. Yeah, oh, man, fam. No, from last you know week what? to this week, I feel like I feel like you know it's just gonna be fun. Just adjust it. I like adjusting shit. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's no, cool. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's not even that. It wasn't as bad as last week anyway. But yeah, one of the mics is broken, so everything was ready, raring to go, and I've just found out one of the mics is broken. So, um. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. You just gotta work with what you got. So we're still using. Yeah, we're using two different systems, um, and we're gonna have to pair them up afterwards. Dammy's one of Dammy's. So, packs. if you're not hearing exactly crystal clear audio clarity, we're working towards it. We vow by the tenth to to get tenth episode to get that <laughs> to get that. <laughs> the tenth. Uh, oh. Yeah, the tenth episode, didn't it? Oh. That's that's the hallmark. It, not only is it your birthday, but It'll be all right. Double digits. Yeah, fam. Gonna have a whole new podcast. But for now, I think this has just been sort of a process of us getting to understand like the podcast uh, format and just the process and how it's best for us to do it with what we've got at the moment. Yeah, just figuring stuff out. So yeah, bear with us. The quality will increase. I hope it's increasing every episode. Anyway, me personally, I'm. I love the process. Like um. Obviously, there are times in which I can get emotional, but that has nothing to do with like stuff like this. Mm. It's only to do with like when I'm dealing with other humans. But when it comes to stuff like this, I just like I love the process. Where like whether it's like the worst in the beginning, like you know, to me it's just one of them ones where it can only get better. We can only like increase in quality, and I just enjoy it. Mm. And um, in doing the best you can while knowing that you're doing the best you can yeah. like given every single circumstance it's just at the end of the day you don't know what anything takes until you've done it and yeah. you've gone through it and learned how you can sort of adapt it into what you're doing but we're getting there bit by bit slowly by slowly i have a system you have a system i have a system a system of what of how to of getting used to things I have a system of this. This, of this. Okay. yeah, this. Oh, this well, we is have a system, system, but the system is never gonna. It, well, there's, there's always, there's, not that there's always, but for example, the way the system is at the moment, we haven't accounted for every single little thing. But hey, that's anyway. I, I think we're going so much longer on this than than it is because that's gonna figure itself out as it does. Well, I don't know. This is a podcast. We need content. <laughs> Wait, what do you, what do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? Have we? What do you mean? 
I, no, I feel like I've accounted. I don't have know. We? Well, did you account for the miss for the mic breaking? Yeah, How? that's why there's a that's why there's another mic right now. That's yeah, why we're using two different mics. But it's not the highest quality one, is it? Well, it's not the same quality no, as that. It's, well, so you haven't accounted for the quality. I have account. Well, actually, <laughs> this mic is quality. It just it's just that it picks up you at the same time, which makes just means that it's a great audio picker upper. Is <laughs> So also oh, okay, so you've got a system of perspective. Okay, that's fair enough. At least you've got that that accounted for. <laughs> but um, a system of perspective. This is a system. No, it's a system. I'm not. I have. A but it's not I'm the optimized system. Producer. Yeah, it's not the optimized system. Well, is it? I don't know. So it's, ca- it's getting to that. It's, it's, get, it's, it's It becomes that. The variables will always be variables, like. In a hundred episodes, a microphone can break down as well. Like, it's still a variable. But the system hasn't changed since the first episode at all. Well, it hasn't. But it's getting... But yeah, but the system's going to get better. you got a starting system, but the system gets better. I just, Does well, it not? Am, am I lying there? Pardon? Is that is that a stretch that the system gets better? No. That's it, so. No, That's I mean, it. like, the system isn't going to get... It's, it's staying the same. It stays the same. Oh, wait, I don't think... Have I... Never mind. You know what? <laughs> we can continue. To the topic, we can Sam. we can we can continue talking about this. I don't mind. No, it's, uh, it's content, isn't it? Nah. To be honest you with over you, it. I like no. I I like when um. I like me not needing to say things and me just existing. Sometimes, like sometimes I feel like you know, it's not. It's okay. just not worth it. It's less content for the podcast. But it's fair oh, enough. No. Next next topic. <laughs> yeah. From. Wherever you want to start, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, what you been up to? What you seen? What things have you uh, me personally been plugged into? Funny thing is, I haven't really been that. This has been one of the most distressing weeks, and then, like, the only thing that actually goes well, because I, I'm really good at it, is my work. Like, that's the only thing that goes well, but everything else can sometimes just be up in the air. And that's just like, it's not my favourite type of thing because I excel just so like highly in work that knowing that sometimes other things can fall apart is just, it's just terrible, man. I'm not even going to lie. So, and then like, so I haven't really been thinking about topics for the podcast, let's say, or even topics for my website. Like, even though I did do all the work that I was supposed to do this week, it's just one of them ones where it's like, when other things are moving, then it's just, um, I would, I just like to focus on that and like get everything in a right order. Like, like, um, because obviously in the beginning of the week, we had the mishap with the previous podcast. So I was thinking about that all the way up until Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I was just thinking about execution. And then I was thinking about um, what um, my level of execution and understanding that not everyone's going to be on my level of execution and having to come to terms with that. And then seeing if I can 
project to my level of execution onto someone else. Like, and, like, and then just um, finding out the system of the steps. Yeah. And what, and what, so what, what was it that happened that made you feel like this? Hmm. What do you mean? Well, because this was like a specific thing, unless you don't want to talk about it. What happened? Yeah. Hmm. What happened also? Actually, no, because it was, it was like, um, the podcast drop Mm -hmm. and then we were supposed to do a second podcast on Wednesday and then we didn't do the second podcast mm-hmm. and i was just like so why don't you just why don't you just say that <laughs> and i was just like no because it's not just the second it's about everything because i've also got a protege that um i'm working with as well and like other mentees so it's like because actually it was a conversation with um someone that I was just texting Trené, he, like, shout out to you, because I know you're going to be listening to this. He was just asking me on Sunday about execution. Well, actually, he wasn't asking me. He was, like, I was talking to him about that. And then, um, yeah, and then I started, and then that just kind of was the start of the whole week. So I was just wondering, like, what's execution with... um, a girl you'd be talking to and then like the right level of execution with your family members and that just dealing with all of these type of things and then because we decided to because when did we decide we decided to do the podcast the second podcast on wednesday right and then um we both had stuff going on but it happened that we just didn't do it. And I was like, well, that's okay, because we're always going to have the Sunday, just Sunday, Saturday one, innit? And, um, yeah, so I've just been thinking, like, because this just has been, a, like, an ongoing conversation in my mind. Um, how could, because even with just the understanding of everything that has been gone on this past six months, my execution hasn't changed, it's only rolled. Like, it hasn't um, forward its roles. Like, I've only got better. Well, my work, my work has just increased. My work rate has increased. Like, I only add stuff to my plate and adding stuff to my plate seems easy to me, where, whereas it's not easy for everything, everybody else. So, yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah, no, for me, this was... Um Obviously, yeah. we wanted to do another podcast, but um, where I was doing this job, it's a thing where I've been doing it every single day. So, um, yeah, it's it's just it was just something where it's been it's been sort of uh, taken over my life a little bit, and it's just to be realistic, I was just wanted to get that done. Yeah, it was, it was unfortunate. I would have liked to do done a, an extra little episode, but um, I thought, do you know what? just gonna get that out of the way no but like how was your week in how general? was my week my last week it was yes yeah, it's, it's the past the past me. couple of months has been a uh, quite whew, intense um but yeah i've been getting there getting to deal with it um 
just getting that work done. Go and explain it then, because this is also to do with execution. Yeah. No, it's cool. No, it's, um, like, so yeah, has you- it's just been an everyday thing. Like, like as as we spoke about with uh, how much I was uh, got for this job, I should have got more than I asked for. Has it been? Um, no, like just just in terms of um, the execution. Oh, in terms just of like, execution. So like, um, you like are you? Has it raised your level? Have you been doing more? Have you been hitting your targets? Like what all of um, the this aspects is the thing. of it? I have I haven't been I have like my my problem is like I know I can work hard. Like I can that's not a problem for me. Like I can work hard, I can I can put a lot of effort in and I, I know I can like that's not that's not a problem for me. But I know my problem is being able to um How can I say prioritize certain things? So say if like I'm in the process, like with this job that I've been doing recently, I've got where it's me and this person doing the whole production, uh, one person having to do this whole production in a certain amount of time. Um, there's certain moments where I'm having to do a whole stack of things and um, the people that I work with don't necessarily have, have a in-depth understanding of the timeline of, of a production yeah. so trying to explain what's going on with them and then trying to deliver work to a certain standard at a certain time um it's it's yeah it's a bit it's a bit mad but also i know myself i could be uh more more organized not just organized more assertive with how i'm like this is gonna take because i hadn't done a video like this before so for me it was a lot of figuring out of where i'm having to do not just backgrounds i'm having to do the storyboards and the character designs and uh help make the assets as well with this animator it's it was actually quite a lot of work and i under not even that i underestimated it i knew it was going to be a lot but i didn't know exactly what it's going to take so my confidence in being able to say oh this is what i've got to do this is how long it's going to take and i knew it was going to take a while and even before the production i kind of did warn like we're probably going to need more people okay and a bit more time um wait you warned it or i did it was one of those things but where you said that it i should have be well that's what i i should have done more so but it was weird because beforehand it was kind of like we got where i didn't know i was like yeah it's gonna be do-. and i was saying we probably need a bit more time six weeks is a bit short it's like this that and the other i didn't have the confidence to say oh this is what it's like. Oh, this is my conversation. Okay. This, this is, is interesting. This is what it's going to be like. Da, da, da. This is interesting. Um, and um, yeah, I've got questions now. Yeah. This and I, it's cool because now I understand. I had no idea the podcast was going to start like this, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you never do. That's, that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Okay. Um, and yeah, that was, yeah. Okay. With, now I feel like okay, I know exactly how long something like this is gonna take. I know, and and I know what I should have done has been just a bit more assertive on it. Um, but yeah, it was it like at the end of the day, it was a kind of it was a juicy project. At the time, I was like, I'm, I'm freelancing. Um, oh yeah, and I've got I've got a I've got a new job apparently. Apparently, so, yeah. Um, what do you mean like a nine to five job? Yeah. Okay, I've been. Well, where to? Different. It's like a, it's, it's a, it's a contract where I'll be doing digital work. It's for like um. It's for this talent management company, 
So I'll be doing all the digital editing stuff, etc., etc., um, which is kind of cool. But yeah, at least then I'm I'll stick to my plan of getting out of my my current abode. Yeah, and um, yeah, oh, just sort of setting yeah, up for the next come, next moment of time. Things come at the right time. It seems like oh um, yeah, wait yeah. um wait go back oh, yeah, again. You've got, go you've got back. questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, just just to wrap that that sort of section up. Wait. Um. Just to wrap that section up, I. What were you saying? <laughs> like, cause yeah, wait. yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll um, wait, yeah, I'll just wrap it up with the. With that job, I know. Okay, yeah, this now. was my question. Oh yeah, go on. All right, so, like, as a project manager, um, there are certain lists that you write, and then like um, you do analysis and charts and shit, like. Did you do those charts? I didn't do the charts, but I broke it down. I had a timeline, um, a rough timeline of what I thought w- it would take and would happen. Again, it's like you can write the things down of how you think it should go or be prepared for certain things. But because I just didn't know exact, like I roughly knew what it was going to take, but I didn't account for absolutely everything like you know know? when you know when you got like just um, from aside from the work anyway like what people call a deadline i call a due date for obvious reasons but it's like um you don't ever need to stick to that um due date no of course 100 percent. yeah like me if i have to go beyond that due date i will like um my book cover was supposed to release in july but I had I just scrapped that old book cover and I'm making a new one. I'd obviously no one knew that until like I just said it right now, but it's still in the process of coming out. And not just that, I've condensed it and reformatted the whole production around the launch um, into a project like an actual project and it's turning into a case study so like that was going to be my other question are you like doing a case study for this one particular project have you asked them can you do a case study um no that's not that's not even something okay so like um like because there's obviously there's things that i do particularly and the reason why i don't take jobs this year and you'll do this. You'll do this prior to it, or or um, after but, it. Um, like um, if I know that I'm not getting my money's worth, then there are other things that I have to demand. I have to, there there are quality things that I would demand of them. If because it's because with me, like I've been saying these past podcasts, it's like it's not a money exchange. Like I can barter. It's about the quality and the experience like i know a lot of people don't like you saying that they want to do learn experience but there's an experience there and there's just um lumping everything together and creating um and creating something worthwhile so that you can pass it on to your next project mm-hmm. because obviously like with just there's certain levels where certain projects won't even come out for like um a year and all of these things so you've got to be able to say stuff like um 
I know this project isn't coming out for the next nine months. Like, you've got your own timeline. But with my timeline, I'm going to need to be able to use this for another job that I've got coming in um, three months from now or two months from now. Like, I need to use um, some of these assets and... Um, like structuring because there's an there's a specific way that you structure certain things for presentation wise and like this is um also other tidbits that like um I'm writing about like next year it's all gonna like it's all gonna unfurl like into the thing like where um because this is all part of like what I was saying like the system of execution and teaching that I've been constructing so it's not it's not just the execution but it's like there's a planning process and project management and um, system analysis and production and all of these other things that come into play. Because when, like, if I'm in your position, let's say, there are, like, there's, I'm not even thinking about the projects right now. Like, okay, you want this video and you're giving me this. Okay, so these, this, that is not the exchange that you're asking for. That is never... The... the what, Whatever they're asking of you is not the exchange. And whatever they, they're offering you is never the exchange. And in my eyes, it's never going to be enough. Because when you're in a project and it's absorbing your life and you're putting your all into it, then you're going to be like, is this money even worth it? And then you're going to be asking all of those questions. So I've got to ask my... I've got to think as a business person and say... Um, yeah, I'm going to need this for that and then start putting all of these other pieces in play and creating the right structure because me... So you think of it more in terms of how you're going to use it for your portfolio and, and, and other parts of, like, your um, your body of work? I'm thinking of how I'm going to... Um, like, it's not about... It's not really about a portfolio, it's about how this thing is going to be a platform or even a layer of sedimentary rock to, um, because... To work in the future. Because, like, it's just for visibility. Because not everyone is... Because not every video is going to win an award. Oh, yeah, so, no, but that's why I said, like, your body of work. Like, your your overall body of work as someone who's... So you need to afford, like... Like, it's it's one of those things, it's not even for other people to see, it's for me, myself to see. It's for, it's for, um, if I know I've got all of these things riding on it, then I'm going to put that, just that tiny, like, little bit more quality into the work. Like, that might otherwise not be there if it was just a money exchange. Because as, like, as well as artists think that money is everything nowadays it's like at the end of the day if you're a real artist you're not working for money you're working for the ability to create and when you discover that you you actually open your mind up for totally different avenues of understanding and conceptualization of just working in this world and that's the introduction to my <laughs> go on to like why I actually took this role that's come um, I think it's it's definitely for that purpose because I noticed even though like this past like six months I have been just working for myself um, because of that because of that lack of structure in some ways 
I've just been actually only doing this kind of freelance work and I haven't even though I've had a bit more time to sort of like yeah just sort of do do my own thing in some ways I haven't been I've always had that stress of doing someone else's work still without the structure so um, yeah, I like think... you're even still calling it freelance work. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Exactly. Like it's not freelance work at all. Like it's well, totally di- like there's yeah. there's a totally different mindset of even understanding freelance work is when you're 20, you're trying to get uh, money for drinks on the weekend, <laughs> and you want to do something quickly for either a club or one of your friends that's starting a t-shirt brand. It's got nothing to like. That's that's totally different. Or if you're in uni and you're doing side projects, that's freelancing. When you're in this world and we're talking about real money and we're talking about real projects and we're talking about oh my name's gonna be on this. Like when like this what this is even funny because I said in the beginning I was like this this is a production. This is a system. Like my, like in my mind the system hasn't changed. And when there's elements added because I'm already in the mindset of, okay, we're not even in this physical space anymore. What does the podcast look like in other realms? It's not even, it's not even in, like, the way, the way I'm, because right now you guys can't see us, but I'm sitting on my bed and Tyler's sitting on a chair. Like, this podcast is just um, audio right now. I've already got the visual in my mind done and the translating of the um audio into different platforms from on all types of social channels and that's not promotion to me that is the um scope of project which is a term in project management it's understanding what is actually going on like across the board and just creating a a a variable system analysis for everything that's going on so me i've already accounted for okay microphones can break um people can be late or um what if we're only using one microphone like what if this microphone breaks so what how are we going to do that how are we going to act where how are we physically going to be placed once it's in um, visual format how am i going to edit those videos like all of those things have really been like accounted for in my mind Mm -hmm. so i've so like when we talk about putting your name on something it's like in the beginning like, in the beginning, all of these things have already been accounted for prior. Like, me, I already know the type of project that I'm going to be working on at the end of the year. Like, after our prime night, there's going to be, it's just, it's going to be a different world. Like, and then, um, and even during prime night, it's going to be a different world. But So what, have you got the next, like, couple of years planned? Like um, Yeah, like, literally, it's, I'm, I'm living in 2021. <laughs> like, the, like, as I said, like last week, time is performative. It's not. It's not a real thing. It's only like when when you're dealing with actual, like, because there's only because I know what I can do, and this is what I was talking about. It's like, what's my execution? It's like, okay, I have, if I'm gonna ever be working with someone, because I had to. Let me back backtrack a little bit. I had to get to the space where. Um, I was comfortable doing everything by myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, like we were talking, because it wasn't even just um, the second podcast. It wasn't even about that. It was about the interface, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It wasn't about um, us, um, us even, like, not doing the second podcast. It was, like, the interface is broken. How are we going to get a new one? Mm-hmm. 
And it was like, okay, so... And then my mind was just, like, doing these type of gymnastics, trying to figure out, okay, all of these other things that had to be accounted for if you came here without um, an interface. So it's like... I've really, like, like those... Because um, I spoke to you about this before, where... Um, I run simulations in my mind, like, and that's, that's like, all I do because I'm bored. A lot of the time I'm just bored and I'm just running simulations. I'm running different conversations. I'm, like, like um, a lot of people, like, just to give an example, a lot of people will have conversations or arguments in their mind before they have the argument, right? Mm-hmm. Extrapolate that and then start think- thinking about the way that you've planned your life and then do it across the board and then once, and then listen, like properly listen, it's like with my philosophy, my understanding of my codes, my understanding of what I actually want to achieve and execute, like there's a finite number of things that I know that will go on during this podcast. It's finite. There's not, there's not like, this isn't an infinite system variable analysis. This is, um, attracts um, variable analysis where by there's just certain avenues. Like, I already accounted for um, other people coming. That's, that's accounted for. I already accounted for um, us being even in separate places and how that's going to be executed. So it's like um, checking and being at, the, being at the right place at the right time and creating all of these other things that need to be in place before um, before anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, before the podcast even started, I had to think. I had to think properly, properly, properly about just can, can 100 be achieved by me? Because, and then, I, and then I asked, and then when I asked myself the question, I was like, yeah. And then I was like, okay, but me, I know what I can do, but what is, what is the, like, and then <laughs> I had to account for what you can do. And then that's when we had those conversations and um, during the first episode, like not, not on the first episode, but around the first episode, like before and after the first episode. And then, um, so yeah, like um, back to the original point was I had to be comfortable with, I have to do everything by myself. I have to write my book, format my book publish my book, do all of these um, self things by myself and then um, be an individual, let's say, or, and then I had to, (laughs) and then, because this is the weird thing about this week, yeah, I was just so, oh man, I was like, I forgot exactly what I was thinking to myself, but it was just, it was just a weird place in my mind where I was like, I have to be okay with me not just working with other people. I have, like, I have to be properly okay. Like, if I want to be myself, I have to understand that I might just be alone in this whole thing. I don't know. I, I also don't entirely agree with that because as you, as you Wait, get you don't higher... agree with my understanding of my perspective no, of no, life? No, 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 because I don't think it's about not because I, I've questioned the same things as well. It's like I've had periods of time. This is just my opinion. Like, I'm, yeah, I am kind of disagree with yeah. your way of life because this is just my opinion, just from my experience of having to be isolated and work from work, work 
uh, on things myself and ideas that I've created as well is that yeah like like my point is that that's not an all-encompassing statement because at the end of the day no matter what as you progress and get higher up and you want to make um, things of high quality and have a wide of reach with the things that you do make you are going to need to inevitably work with people and it's about having the sort of not just the internal management but the management of relationships with people and it's like you're saying when you understand some people aren't you or you aren't some people you just it's more about managing that as opposed to like oh i need to be willing to do that on myself yeah i understand you need to have the 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 responsibility for yourself to be able to of you need to have the responsibility of everything that you're involved in so you don't necessarily see oh that's not my responsibility but i don't think it's about saying i think you're thinking too far ahead because that is way too that that is way too in the future for me to even start analyzing that when when i'm working with other people then then that will come into play but i'm not working with other people right now like there's my family my g's and that's pretty much it like there's there's a very small number of people that are around me and there's a very small number of people right now that i can even partner with it's very it's like a tiny tiny pool so it's not even um so what like you're talking about a different stage where whereby um I'll be responsible for people's pay or something like this like there's no there's not me there's not a stage where um I'm thinking about partnering with people that don't exactly understand where I'm coming from like cuz this was what was happening last week in that um conversation at the beginning of the podcast it was like um I don't understand why people are so weird and crazy. Like that's that's like the thing that's been going on for like the past couple of podcasts as well. That I've just been like, what is up with certain people? And then I had to be like, okay, if I'm not gonna play the game, I have to be okay with me just looking like an outsider because at the end of the day, it's a majority of people that think the same way. Mm-hmm. So I'm like just the outsider and this is but this is funny because also be open this but is my, funny my point because is i think you should also be open to the fact that like you still have the opportunity to like you may still have the opportunity that's to, that's perfectly fine but yeah, as i said that's yeah. like too variable and like too in the future it's not right now it's like um you let's say you think like most people or you know what most people think but yet we're still working together. It's, it's, it's not saying that it can't happen. It's saying that people have to be okay with understanding my way of supporting other people, like my generosity, like my sincerity, like, cause um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm one of the most sincere I people say, I know. Yeah, I think like most people, you calling me a sheep, bruv. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> you got bad serious. I wish you, you could have seen his face. I was, uh, I, was, <laughs> I was, I was like, what? <laughs> Just that's uh, okay. If that's what you got from it, um, but yeah, um, and then I was like, am I the best executor that I know? Like genuinely, like 
if I like me meeting other people, all out of all the people I've met, am I the top right now? Because before I wasn't. I wasn't the best executor. I remember when I always just wanted to partner with other people and just be with other people and just work with other people. But it wasn't until so you're I started like you're built you're, you you but okay, okay. It wasn't until I started working uh, like for myself technically or just I wasn't even working for myself until I started my website and um, just started promoting on IG well, and Twitter and Facebook and just like said, you know what? Forget all of this mess. I like I have to be responsible for creating this content because if people don't understand my level of production, then they're not exact. Like, cause I can't, I can't be on the stage of convincing people. I'm not. I'm not here to convince anyone that um, I'm really this good at yeah, um, production because it's not until you work with me that you're probably gonna see that. Yo, I am just like I am just good at production. Like, this was in December, so there's, Wait, what there's was in December this, this that me me yeah thinking, me thinking like, I need yeah to be just focused on my own because day. I say it, I say it was a dare, but it wasn't actually a dare. It was like um, I had another podcast and that podcast stopped, and then it was like I had to just be responsible for I had to I just had to make myself the lead in production because I was I was okay back then of someone else leading like and I know that I'm personally a really great leader for creating a production but I was like you know what let me take a step back but in actuality I, I'm not supposed to take a step back I have to be at the front and organizing everything because I think in that particular way I have that level of drive I have that level of work ethic I have that level of just quality that states this is um this can be great if i'm um leading it so i had to be okay and then like and then once that started happening then like not even three or four months later other people started coming to me to say that i should be working with them again because that that's not like that stop that has stopped by any means it's like um when they start seeing my level of work they want to help drive that into an avenue that um can suit them and then that was a conversation on the first podcast was like without being here this podcast probably couldn't exist like it had to be it had to be in a space that i was for that i thoroughly examined and i thoroughly knew that it could work in so why why because this is an environment that is conducive to a high level of work, For and you. this and this is um, a this is a qualifying factor of this level of work. I don't know because I I just feel like as it's it shouldn't really like obviously yeah where we do it is going to make it easier but that shouldn't necessarily define the quality per se like or really in terms of what we speak about you in the actual podcast Are because sure? because if you feel comfortable and conducive, that's not necessarily not saying that okay I, are you uncomfortable it's not that i don't feel uncomfortable but i could say the same thing at my house you know where, where my setup is i feel comfortable i feel comfortable doing that everything's there setting up will be easy Okay, but 
But that doesn't define whether or not the content of the podcast is going to be uh, good or the topics that we're talking about aren't actually going to reach a certain audience. I think it's just about making what you've got work. It's like idea, the most ideal thing to make it more, to make it m- most conducive is having like a proper studio setup where we both like, yeah, you see, know. No, that's... I don't even believe that. But... I believe that it's great in the beginning the way that you've decided that it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And I knew for it to be great that it had to start here. I knew that it had to start here. And I have I still firmly believe that with it being here right now in this space, that it grows into something different and it can transform into something great. And I've already seen that far ahead. I've seen what it can look like at 500 episodes. And I don't know whether you've... Um, I don't know whether you've done the same. Mm. Oh, I wouldn't say Have 500 you... episodes, but I've, I've looked at... I've... Um, I know what this can be as something, as a consistent. Okay, what was what was your podcast. what was your um class of qualifying to say that? Okay, this can be this can be great. This can be great. Like, um, what was your class? Like, what the was class? Like, uh, just a certain class is just as classifications. So, just consistency. Uh, consistency. Um. Like, how did you run the simulation? Communication. There's communication, consistency. In terms of the si- simulations, I was just thinking of the sort of stages of simulations. I was thinking of the different stages we would be at at different times. So, I, f- I would say if we thought about it, like roughly, it would probably be about that 100 point mark of where we'd be at, the kind of things we might be talking about, whether or not we would have other people on the on the podcast i'd be thinking about um where it might be what what how would we have picked a different location at that stage what kind of uh equipment have we got are we speaking to other people about doing uh, partnerships etc etc little things like that would those be in the pipeline how is it going to affect our work and our brands what is my work going to be like at that point you know what i mean like i think in my head i've thought roughly about a year ahead like in just my my personal which i need to yeah 52 weeks yeah yeah I've like th- just almost about yeah that's that's how far i've i've thought ahead well i don't know that's what let's say that's like 60 80 episodes at most like um it's I've I've gen like because this is like this is like having the podcast as case study basically. This is kind of what one sounds like. So I've gen or even just understanding the scope of the project like that that what what I was asking you to describe would be scope of project. Mm-hmm. So I've thought about that and I thought about who, what, when, where, why, what are we really speaking about and what and who we'd have to or who would be able to work with by the the content of what we have on the podcast and how and who would be listening have you seen straight Joe, away have you seen sam's podcast by the way no Sam well i've seen really his cool. i've seen i know it exists if mm. that's what you're asking me oh but you haven't listened but to yeah, it, yeah like it's 30 episodes i think it's just him right 
30 episodes 30, 30 minutes I mean oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 actually I've I've listened to one of them I think it's the latest one mm. like his voice is so sweet it's so weird like <laughs> so uh, he's got the sweetest voice but yeah um yeah. it's cool because he does like all the like production for himself it's interesting yeah like and um so the scope of the project wait why did you bring that up I just because I was just we was just talking about production values oh well um, anyway, when i said when i said the production i mean like but yeah no it doesn't matter i was just bringing it up who like who would who would actually be a good partner like and and who are those companies like who would by what i say i know the type of advertisements that would be on here and if there ever would be because me personally i don't feel like like there's like there's just certain things and people that would disrupt the integrity of it and how I'd how I'd have to shift the personality because this podcast already has its own personality. It has its own like like I don't know whether you've seen the codes already that we work by yeah. and the kind of themes that we run with. It's already it's already showed me who it wants to work with. It's already showed me um whether it's even uh uh like if there's ever gonna be a third mic it's already showed me um who would be interviewed quote unquote or would just be a guest on here that's already showed not who but whether or not that person would even come into play and being and being that i've had to think about okay if it was a serious thing that you really wanted other people to be working like with the culture and camaraderie umbrella, let's say, what we'd have to do to do that. What we'd have to do, yeah, naturally. Like I had to, like I've had to think about that. I've had to think about just the I don't think it would have to change for the sponsors though. Like that's why it's like it's not no, like it's we're not doing it changing. for sponsors, are we? We're doing um, it. I've, we're doing I've, it for I the don't ideas want, we talk Okay, about. let me say it straight. I don't want any sponsors on this. I don't want any like this isn't this isn't something that I've done for money. This is like um this isn't something that I'm doing for money. I can make money anywhere else. Me like just like my website, it's not exactly supposed to make money. I, there's things that I do for money and there's things that can make money for me. It's like different things. And what would be the price? And anyways, let me go back to the point which was okay, who would be listening straight away? Like what type of person we'd have to engage with first? Like who would be the first? Who would be the first movers towards what we're what we're doing right here? Yeah, because but isn't that then still thinking of it in that business sense? Yeah, to, because to, I'm a producer. To, yeah, but you're still thinking of it in a way. Not that you're I'm not thinking about the intention I'm, of making money, but it's like no, I'm not thinking because about, if it's for the art of it or the creation of it, it's for no. I'm talking about the podcast itself. It. Yeah the personality of the podcast already shows me who is going to be listening. Okay. Like what, what, because of what we speak about, who are the type of people that you are going really to want to listen? And what, what is even the, um, what is even, what's the customer, let's say, or who's the consumer? What is, what are their lives like? And that's why in the other podcast, I had to, um, I had to help us dig into even, just the conversation of learning because because well if if you remember like i listened to our podcast literally yesterday and i said okay 
we can speak about that, but we need to really speak about like how you've been meditating for years mm-hmm. and what is learning to you and how did you get to that point? And we really need to dig into that. Like this is this is really giving away a lot cool. of the source, but no, it's funny. No, but it's, cool. it's a funny. Um, no. It's a funny um, way of like deriving because what I'm doing is like really separating the codes and the philosophies and putting them into context of understanding. Okay, what is really a job and how would you manage a project under the under the um, assumption that you're a producer of this content because in this exact same way that I'm speaking, is in the exact same way that um, I've done my website with, is the exact same way that even Pastor Coffee, this is, this, I haven't been thinking any differently from Pastor Coffee. Mm-hmm. Like this is exactly what I've been thinking about, but you know, <laughs> you, are, <laughs> you know what, let me not even go there. No, it just wasn't the right time. No, 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 no. Yes. That, that was barely it. That was barely it because there was a variable in there. Like this was around the time that I first met Ali. So that was a variable to me. I had no idea what Ali's work ethic hi, was like. He, he listens to this. Anyway. Oh, hi, Ali. What's like, good? yeah, like shout Kamikamo, out to you. But yeah, I'd, at Comicamo. I had... I'm just giving him a shout out. Um, got, people got to see his art, man. This, do you know what? This, this is a podcast for creators. We got to share, share the love. I already said Zambolo. I share all of their work, but so. this is the only work of mine that they share. Let's just put it out there. Anyways. So, <laughs> so um, well, actually, that's a lie. Ali, Ali actually shares my. Ah, uh, so you my, better take that right back. No, say sorry right now. I don't need to say sorry, but he shares. He does. He does sometimes share. What's it like? He shared. What's the intention? Not intention. It's um, um, the one, the other pink one, like how I learned some. How I. Like shout out to you. Got my ta- yeah, yeah, my yeah, 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 yeah. I rediscovered my talents. Yeah, like that's like I didn't know that that vlog blew up. Oh, like my mind blew up when that vlog blew up. I was like, whoa, like I didn't know that people, people would. That. I, I hadn't. Yeah, like I had no idea that anyone would really read that because of I don't know. I just feel like sometimes my words aren't that deep. Sometimes, but they don't need to be, do they? Like no, they need to be. Well, um, no, no. I'm, my like point me, is, they I don't take... need to be to resonate with people. Like, they don't need to be. No, I'm, to, I'm not talking to... about deep as in like me actually writing a dissertation. I mean, like, oh, deep if as in they... like it, like people cared about it. Yeah, like I didn't know that. Okay, because if someone shared that, that's not the first one of mine that they would um, share. And if it is, because someone actually did hit me up. Um, wait, let me find out his name, seeing as we're doing shout-outs now. I didn't know that we'd ever do that on Why this. Why well? I don't know. Um, Why not? <laughs> wait, two seconds. Because um, we're actually going off track right now. And that's, all perf- that's, that's perfectly okay. That's a- um, ah. Yeah, Shark Control, innit? Like, he's, like, a sick DJ. Like, he's, like, so... Like, he, he is... He does the... Vi- and he plays the saxophone as well. Well, actually, he was at the... Um, Men thing that we went to before in yellow, oh, not yeah, not him, just another yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like and obviously yeah, I followed him on IG and stuff, and that I was men like, thing, the men's, and uh, he was like, thing. yeah, the yeah. mental health thing, and like he's got like DJ work all the way back into two thousand and eleven, and I've just been listening to his stuff and that, and like yeah, so shout you in it because you're actually wavy. Anyways. 
like let's go back to react to the conceptual the conceptualization of an actual project because that's really what we're speaking about right now um so vision like that scope of project and then there's vision that we've been speaking about so if you like, because I have to, because there's three certain ways that I break down. There's the philosophy, there's the codes, there's the ethics, and then there's the context, right? Mm-hmm. So the podcast would be the context, but the codes would be how much are you actually thinking about it? Philosophy would be um, what type of, what type of um, state are you working under? What, what is your working environment like? Who are you as a person? How how are you able to even execute all of these type of things? And then the ethics would be, okay, am I going to swear? Am I not going to swear? Um, is this something that I will share on my social medias? Is Which social medias will I share? How would I speak, to, speak about this on Facebook and all of these type of things? It's like, well, it's like the whole thing. Like, Have we this is swearing on this podcast? Yeah. I've, I've okay. we, we swore, we've swore quite a bit. Like really, really one, one of my one of my real like ambitions that I've never actually said out loud because you like to laugh at me when I say certain stuff is that um, I want to work with Harry Bowls. Like I want Harry Bowls to be like one of my sponsors. Okay, like, so that's... if there was going to be a sponsor on the podcast, no, 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 podcast, no, no. I just I, in general, you just mean in general. I want to work with Harry Bowls. Why? Harry Bowls is just wavy. Like, well, just because of their their brand equity, so to speak. It's like no, it's just it's just, it's a okay. Harry Bowles is a wholesome brand. It's about um, family togetherness, youthfulness, and well, it's it's kind of about family, but it's like for adults and kids. Also, you see how they brand the dentist and all, nah. See, look, those are the type of jokes that I'm not really for. Like wow. with 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 with, so with certain things to, with bed. certain things that I love, like it's like That's there's certain jokes that aren't like, like why would you make <laughs> fun of Harry Bowles, fam? Anyways, like Harry Bowles is just one of them ones where it it's British as well, so it's like one of them ones where uh, it takes me back to my youth, but it's also a place that it's also from a place that I call home. So yeah, it's like um, it's genuine, mm-hmm. and it hasn't exactly changed. Like it's grown, but it hasn't changed what it was about since I was younger, and I love that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I would like to work with Haribo's. But that is just a tidbit, because really and truly. So so you only want to work with just because so so yeah for their okay so not for their brand equity for the, but for the kind of brand that they are. The authenticity. Just the ethics. The authenticity. They're, yeah. Because they, they match me in how who they are as a company. Like, I love them. Like, if only I could just stop swearing. Like, I really just want to stop swearing and, like, never, but see, But see, if you've, got, if you've got a podcast that's out where you are swearing, so is that why you're saying eventually you want to not... No, because I don't swear anywhere, but, like, anyways, but... It's, but in the podcast you have but yeah and i swear to emphasize sometimes but i just need to learn more like cuz at the end of the day i'm still a creative and there's certain words and and um things that people respond to and it's easier to use those words than me to be analogous because at the end of the day like 
as much as I love being conceptual and philosophical, it's like that doesn't work all of the time and that's not the same way that I have to speak all of the time. Sometimes I have to be um, quite direct and quite crude about the way that I'm speaking just because, you know, this is an artist working under the guise of a creative. But I get what you mean, like just having control of it instead of it being a thing you just do randomly. Like, um, hmm, it all depends. Like, um, I don't know, cause I don't, I don't know if you even think about those type of things. I think about it was to say we had the co- vocabulary conversation. Like, no, I'm not talking episode. about that. I'm talking about like the Harry Bow thing, like the Harry Bow. Yeah, brand, yeah, it's weird. Like, I, I do think it, about brands quite a lot. Like, I, I, but I appreciate. I'm not in that sense necessarily of like. Oh, I'd like to work with these brands. Like, take a sip of my water there, fam. Yeah, go on. But I do think of brands quite a lot and the stories they tell and the decisions they make. But just not like like I appreciate that. Like I I I kind of try and break down why would they have made that decision or why is that a good decision that they've made? Or okay, yeah, give me an example. I want to know. Um, for example, okay, let's use Harry Bow as an example. The whole thing with no wait, but it's Harry Bow one that you genuinely think about um, all the time. No, I don't think about all the time, and I wouldn't say I think about certain brands all the time. They're probably like it's weird. Think like, about I've one that's done, closer to home. I was just going to give an example of how I would appreciate what a brand does. For example, so I was going to yeah, use but Harry like Bow let's use context. Um, context is something something that you care about. That's why I'm asking. logic no because i don't like it's weird like is there a certain microphone company that you like is there a certain like um clothing company that you like because i know things i know things about harry Potter that you might not know so it's like mm. it's a weird it's a way to use them in context oh, it's so annoying like, cause i couldn't i couldn't think of one off dome and and this is to say not that i think about it not that i think about it like actively but i do think about it like when i do see something i think of that in terms of the story it's telling but like it's it's not like i have Hmm. i I haven't gone okay that's why i just wanted to use the harry bow one as a nescafe yeah we could say say the advert but like say say the ospice advert and the origins of that and uh the last minute decisions they made to use Wait, what last so, minute well, decisions? not even last minute decisions but like when they made that video um they made that advert oh you talk about the viral one yeah the one that went viral and yeah and everything that happened to that and the it's not early to say days that I think, viral you know yeah that was yeah jokes. it was a while ago but i'm just going to use harry bow as an example because i'm just getting caught up here but like this is my point just to say with harry bow it's it's like the thought behind why they have the adults speaking in kids voices whilst they're eating the harry bow and they're in adult settings and just the sort of the use of that juxtaposition and what they're trying to say and i guess i look at them in the same way that i look at film because i'm not really like a big film guy but when i watch a good film i'll analyze why i like that film so much I'll, I'll be like yes okay so it's these parts that made me feel this way this these things led up to that why was they saying that and and i will make my own concrete reason as to what they might be trying to say in that film you know 
Yeah. So really it's the same that. way of why I'll look at brands because I feel like a brand is just a condensed story, like a hyper condensed story. Condensed? Like, well, yeah, well, when I say, con- yeah, condensed or compressed. Condensed? Or like just, you know, like... Uh, you bugging, bruv. No, because it's just the way I think about it. It's not, it's not great. It's just the way I think about it. So it's Wait, like so you think the... all the parts and the time that they've been around, the reason yeah. why they started, everything, it's all into... When you look at a McDonald's logo, for example, or the way they do the advert, so you hear the jingle, you think of that whole story. You get a complete vibe and you don't think of it by moment by moment, but everything that... It, that that brand is about is all condensed to that da, 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 you know what i mean or that advert that's made it's everything in what they're saying in that one moment because that's the whole point of a brand you want to tell a story or a feeling or oh something. so you're talking about um how marks make you feel because i thought because ma- i thought you were talking about um brand story and equity and how other thing like and how a brand's name would translate over time and yeah yeah i am kind of yeah i'm kind of the longevity yeah i'm talking that in a context but 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 like when you said dm you're talking about the mark like that's what. well yeah not just the mark but it's all those little bits it's it's that that brand story over time the brand equity that's built over time and how that translates into that moment of when someone's choosing to buy that thing like coca-cola or whatever the reason they're doing it is because of everything that happened prior to that but but just by them interacting with that one moment, whether that be an advert or a symbol or a jingle, there there's an immediate connection through that. Yeah. But okay, because of I the story beforehand, you get what I mean? I'd, like I, I appreciate I, that, and that's what I think about when I see. Yeah, I don't each, do that. Each moment of. So I so I understand yeah. where um where um we separated in the conversation because um I don't exactly. Like, cause I have to know, like I have to know that like, I had to know Warren Buffett and then I had to know why they used um, that Christmas advert. And then all of the jingles, oh, it's Coca-Cola. Oh, it's Coca-Cola. Like all of that stuff. And I had to like know where that came from and why they use the season's greetings and why they sponsor the Olympics and why all of these other things. I had to, like, I have to analyze that before I can even start thinking about caring. Because like, I don't care about... Is, is Coca-Cola why everything's red and white and the Christmas stuff? It's not, is it? I don't know why... Why is Christmas stuff red and white? Why do you think? You don't know. Well, this is a lot... This is a space where everyone can just do homework on the... Let's all figure out why Coca-Cola is, is red and okay. white. And comment. Not not now. Like, this I'm is... No, no, no. Don't... Uh, let's not pause the... the okay, loving, go on, go on. My go loving on. flow. Okay. You're, you're still Google. Are you good to Google? Okay, good. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, but the the brand stuff. Because, yeah, it's like... Because I, like, cause I had to knew, know Harry Ball for over 10 years. Like Harry Potter's been there since I. The fact that Harry Potter's been there since I was a kid makes me want to know, as an adult, why I care about it, and why. Um, and because now I care about it, I want to work with them. So it's not about business; it's about ethics and authenticity, which is um, a note that you wrote in the group chat, I believe. 
ethics and no you were, you said authentic wait did you say no that was you was that me yeah was it me you did that was you no uh-huh no was it oh yeah. yeah it was you damn i hate that was that me i don't want to speak about this no you didn't want to speak about this only concerning office yeah because because so, that was because that was a specific topic okay so that's a specific ethics topic and authentic, in, no in, eth- ethics and authenticity is one thing yeah but authentic- authenticity in music, that's what i'm yeah. saying authenticity in music well do you know what it just comes down to that doing things for money or not it's the reason you're doing things isn't it hmm. it's like if you're going to do it for an external th- ex- something external mm-hmm you are going to do things you, that aren't congruent to your intrinsic do you values. Do you want to um, contextualise it a little bit? Because so, I sent my one after you sent your one. Because there was a Cornell West Wing thing with... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I watched that and then you that said was it, interesting. Was yeah, because it was just interesting to sort of hear them talk about sort of figures in history and black figures in history specifically and how this is my topic (laughs) um and especially in music he he spoke about Mm -hmm. people like james brown Mm -hmm. and he he spoke about kenosis yeah yeah which Mm -hmm. is all really interesting okay i feel like he wants to just talk about Mm -hmm. this instead of me doing it no no, so you can take the reins if you want to do it but i'm excited if i'm interrupting your flow yeah you're more than welcome to step in no i'm excited about about this topic i just want to know why you sent it to me and i thought because that's the first time i'd sort of heard heard? okay and it's a very interesting topic because kenosis is um it came from the greek word was it ekon I can't remember exactly the where it came from, but essentially, um, it's a it's. A no, Christian, this is one thing that you should Google. Word, yeah. This is one thing that you Christian should Google. Christian word from. Um, like, make sure, like, yeah, make sure you read. Really it, it, it came from the Bi- Bible, this. didn't it? Yeah, it does. It comes but, from the like, Bible, obviously. And I it's essentially, it. I didn't want to send it to the group chat. To be honest with you, didn't you? Uh? No. Because he was talking about things that I've been talking about for the past four years. Okay, so which is weird. In Christian which theology, is weird, which is the renunciation the why I'm of, of the divine nature and least that passed by the Christ in incarnation. So it like I've been speaking about this. It's the defi- uh, the Christian kenosis is the self emptying of Jesus. Jesus, but it it was the context of which um, it was Dr. used. Cornell uh, West say, Cornell West was saying it was through the artists, through their their craft and their art and their performance, um, delivering all of themselves within that performance to sort of give everything themselves to the audience. I'm so happy these conversations are and, recorded. And because he brought up a really interesting story about James Brown, about when he was in the performance. He'd be there for four hours doing four, a four-hour show and even when he's sort of coming to end, he's Have like, you seen the YouTube videos? Of James Brown? Yeah. No, no, no. That's why I haven't looked at. So I need to look oh, at those. I, I want to look at those. Who else did he say? He said someone else. He said a couple other people. Same thing with Prince. Is it like he, like he, it was his sort of theory. That's why Prince. What, what happened to Prince happened to Prince because he was just so in so much pain. His body was so broken down from how much he gave to his performances. Like he had problems with his hip. And that's why he's taking all the pills. And apparently that's why he's died. So 
it's that through that process of he's he's emptied himself he, when he when he when he performed he gave everything he had and uh james brown was an example he gave an example he told a story about how james brown when he'd be, be doing these four-hour performances in front of everyone he'd be like have I, as, is there anything I've missed? Is there, have I played everything? If I didn't speak now, like people would be like, you didn't play so-and-so. Straight into it. Be crack, crack out that song. It was like, let's go. No questions asked. They just play everything that every single person in that place wanted to hear. Um, and just by that man's energy, you could see that was the truth. And I think... What, by Cornel West's energy? Uh, no, 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 no. By James Brown's energy, you could see he get when he would perform. He was it was it wasn't a thing of he was trying to be James Brown per se, like, like wait, what do you mean? Like James Brown, this figure of what James Brown, he was he was putting himself out there, everything about who he was out there into the world. Okay, and it was living by his 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 passion, his his talents what he had been given and he was he was it was that sort of just even the fact that you would ask the audience what haven't you heard i'm gonna do that not even a question asked like that is that to me is purely intrinsic like because even though he's doing that for other people and he's given his gift to the world he's he's abiding by his own intrinsic values and He's sticking to that plan, not the plan, sticking to what he believes. His ethos and philosophy. Yeah. And yeah, you could argue someone who's doing something for external things. What do you mean, yeah, you could argue? It's not It's not an argument. It's, yeah, it's, the, it's the fact. Yeah. It's yeah. the fact. Like, let's not, like, let's not pussyfoot around when people do things for, um, other things when people do things for things that aren't necessarily well artists like we're speaking art i'm speaking about artists when artists do things for thing do stuff for things like money or fame that they're not really truly being who they're supposed to be or even in that it's like they're not even being an artist in that regard they're not be because they're done that they're I can't not remember what artistic point I was gonna make but it just seems so pointless now what I was going to say I was going to say point but I can't even remember what I was going to say anyway but yeah like at the end of the day I think just just from what they gave to the world and, and the energy they brought I don't know how much energy I'm going to put into this topic but I feel like it's going to be a lot it's about to come in it but yeah no no it's yeah it was a uh, it, it was a cool okay it was a cool podcast episode. I love but yeah, go on. every I love <clears throat> I just want to say first of all I want to start with love and say, first of all, to all the artists out there that I really love you and I want us to all be the best and us to all pursue our gifts and talents to our most highest of energies, our most... Like, I just want us to be ourselves, the best selves that we could possibly be. And let me start with Anne. Is it an example or is it like um, an anecdote? It's an anecdote. Okay. I have been cool for like a long period of time. I, I, but I have not been cool as well. Like there's parts of me that's like really super cool. Like I'm like, I'm like, but there's also other parts of me that's like not 
like wouldn't necessarily be called to um the masses or to the public because of the way that um I do things. So that being said, I'm a geek and I had to I had to accept the fact that I was a geek. I had to accept it. Like without a shadow of a doubt, I love to learn. There's nothing else that I like to do bar learn and gather real information and really because I, the funny thing I said when we was when you sent the corner I was thinking I was thinking I like because I was like wait what's this video and then it was a corner I was, I was like I didn't want to send it because he was saying things that I've been saying which is the weirdest which is the weirdest part about it and it's like um and I like because I was this because I and that was the other thing with the other guy the bold guy I forget his name with the glasses but um Bold guy with the glass. Yeah, he was like the linchpin theory or whatnot, and it's like um, this this type of stuff. Oh, that's I don't gonna get to, to me because I know exactly. What yeah, you're okay, no, about. that's perfectly fine. We don't need to like other people can look up linchpin theory, but um, I like these are just certain type of themes that I've I've spoke about for years, but when other people speak about them, it's it just tells me that um. And when other respected quote unquote people are talking about it, it just tells me that I've been thinking the right way this whole time. So like, because no one tells me that I'm good. Like no one compliments me really. Like there's only a couple people that like compliment me, compliment me and say that, oh, you were right in this particular idea or way of thinking. And sometimes people want to make me feel like I'm crazy and that's perfectly fine, but I know, I know when I see certain things like that corner West interview that I'm not the crazy one. Like I know when I was talking about in what's it was it when was post, what year was Post Coffee? Was it 2016 or 2017? 2016. I think it was 2016. When I was talking about listening to disco, when I was talking about listening to funk, when I was talking about listening to jazz, when I was talking about listening to blues, I was really on the cusp of something. And now, like, because now four years deep, I'm heavily into jazz and all I listen to is, like, music from... Because we already spoke about this, I listened to music before the 90s. Like, half half my listening experience comes from songs prior to the 90s. And, I li- and then we spoke about, was it The Art of Making a Classic two episodes ago? And it was one of those ones where it's like, oh... This is because the coding of making a classic is exactly the same ones here, which is understanding that what a lot of what people do now isn't classical vibes. No one's really going after a classical vibe. They're going after the one that will hit or the one that will Mm. um, make people feel or even not even make people feel because that would be classical vibes, but really just being in the moment and not really making music for, like, the totality. And this was because, shout out Tate, because me and her got into an argument about this when we were talking about Adele and all of those type of things. And, like, um, and it was just the understanding that if someone's making a classic... What was the argument? What was the argument? No, it's just, it like, it was, it's just all, all around those things. It's, like, the... It's about classics and, like, um, being over 25 and making music, like, and... Um, and having having lived the life and certain things because there's certain things that other people in our age don't do because 
What what episode did I say that we live in so luxury? Tyler, Tyler said that exact same thing. He was like, as soon as I hit twenty five, I was like, yeah, oh, oh yeah, see, and, and that's what I you I had, was saying. You, and I said, to be fair, you said that. that. Okay, you wait, say you say you did say that. You did say that. So wait, you can we just that. stay on that one second? So when I was I wasn't even twenty five yet. I was like what twenty four. This was four years ago. Four years. Yeah, a while back. Wow, I was like I was young. Twenty two. Yeah, twenty three. Three. I was twenty three. I yeah, just I was literally uni. about to go 24 or something. But yeah, I was like, um, yeah, when people hit 25, their music just changes. And it was like, now this was a tweet. It was a tweet on my burner account, now common account. And um, yeah, and like, shout out Taylor, uh, Tyler, uh, Taylor, Tyler. Shout out Tay again, because like, she kind of went into a rage with me. It's part of the reason why she doesn't like me. <laughs> but it's, like, but it's, it's one of those ones where it's like, I know what I'm talking about, blood. Sometimes. Sometimes just, like, I can say stuff to like, you know, it's fine. It's, it doesn't really need to be an argument. So I just leave it and, alone. And but obviously, one of these, obviously one of these when you cons- say over 25, it's not like you're talking like once the clock strikes 25. That their music, like, their no, music no, no, just instantly no. changes. But it's kind of like of life from experience. that moment on, you've lived a certain amount of yeah, life. Because, and if you've been making art up until that point. Because guess what? We, like I said before, we live in luxury. We don't have to go off to war. We don't have to live in lynchings. We don't have to listen to strange fruits and ignite a memory in our minds of someone being lynched. We don't have to do that. We don't have to, we haven't lived through certain traumatic, cause that's where it was. We haven't gone through, cause well, I've lived through trauma. Yeah. I've almost died a couple of times. Yeah. That's totally different. That's like, that's, that's, um, that's me being the exception. I should say it's like a lot of people have very healthy lives that, um, they don't go through a certain amount of things and that is not me faulting anyone. That's just me saying, we live in a lot of luxury right now. And talking about a breakup has been done. Talking about first love has been done. Like Tupac and Biggie were really, they were really like like properly, they were properly exceptions to the rule. Properly, because Reasonable Doubt dropped when Jay-Z was over 25. So, like, like just deep that for a second. Like, it was over 25. Like, and Biggie and Tupac were before him. Nas was before him. Like, and, like, Jay-Z lived a certain life. And I really want to take it to some of the UK artists, but really and truly... Okay, so in what way is it that you think that albums are do change do you think in terms it's in in terms of an authenticity thing i because, think because if someone's being authentic to themselves then like because i shot i texted you two things didn't i like did you watch remember. those videos you didn't watch those oh, videos God, yeah. okay so oh wait when did because you, you sent them like yesterday didn't you yeah I didn't get to, yeah i didn't get to watch them unfortunately so generally it's oh, okay blue, is it blue face yeah, there was that one and there was another one. Because Blueface said he was the most lyrical rapper out. And, um, and what, what did the other guy say? What did, what did that... Charlemagne say? Charlemagne said, no, he's not, fam. That's, that's what you're supposed to say. Bust Down for Yana is not the most lyrical jam. Like, yeah, it's not. 
Yeah, it's obviously, not, no, he's just backing. Of and, course, it's and, not. He's just I, backing I, I, himself. I, I, but I really no, I don't care about him. Just I don't care about him. Just backing himself. Like he is not. And I'm sorry, JID. He is not JID. Sorry for even speaking your names in the same sentence. He's not JID. He's not Buddy. He's like. He's no. You're not allowed. It's like. But yeah, I get what you, you mean. Make, it's the self-awareness. Yeah, make, He's kind yeah, of just. Yeah, you can make a jam. Cool. That's kind cute. Of, well, this is that's that exactly is what we're talking about, though, because you know he low-key knows he's not the best lyricist. And if he actually yeah. thinks he's the best lyricist, I haven't seen the video, so I couldn't gauge in the way he was explaining it. But he's clearly doing Sam, it for that reason. Even of, no name. He's just gonna be in on Twitter statuses and Instagram posts, like people going, "Oh my gosh, look what he said." You that's, give people too much credit of being stupid. Well, yeah, like, no. How about how that, about he's just he just fit he just thinks that. that I haven't seen it. Okay. as I just said he I haven't seen it. it. He believes so it. I, I can't he believes it with his heart and soul. He believes it with his spirit. Um, but yeah, what did um, what's that that yeah, guy that, the um, ransom song in it? Yeah, like what he was like, say? I don't have any of these things. I don't have a Lambo. I don't have any guns. I've I've got a go. Like basically, all of his lyrics, every single bar was a lie. Every single bar was a lie. Performance, man. Actors. I'm like because because there are singers, yeah, that actually are have songs written for them. Like Brown Skin Girl was written for Beyonce, but it was performed with the intent of understanding that she knows or she has been around that type of struggle, which is why she had to emphasize Lupita and Kelly early. In the song, have you you haven't listened to the song? Okay, so but Brown Skin Girl was written by Saint John, so it's Saint John. Like he's one of my favorite new acts right now. Like I like, I'm just enjoying the way he moves. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you about. We can go into it a bit later, but I want to talk about some of the more modern acts that you appreciate that are approaching. I've been saying their music. names like they, their names just come out of my mouth, like not. But yeah, not I want to talk about form. No, no, it's no, no like, but no, no, but, but we, I just want us to sort of elaborate on those acts and kind of talk about why and what there is specifically to them. But we can go into that a bit later. Because we need to finish point. yeah, like and I want us like well away from the twenty five one. Like when I was when when we speak about the old school, it's like well not old school. When we speak about music that lives for a long time. It, it doesn't age that much. The the age like I can still listen to politics as usual and just understand man telling me the codes. I understand exactly what he's saying. I understand. Wait, listen under, to listen. politics as usual is Jay Z's second song on Reasonable Doubt. It's like it's like one of the like right now me as a twenty six year old. It's like everything. It's like. There are people out there that live by the same code of ethics that I live by. And knowing that, I'm like, I'm okay with certain people not liking me because they don't even live by certain codes. They don't have certain morals. They don't have certain principles that I have. So how would we even get along? And me as a 26-year-old, I'm not really accepting many things anymore. I used to accept bad stuff when I was a young girl. Not anymore. So it's like... I have to be okay with that. And this is what I was saying in the beginning, is that I just have to be okay with like not working with certain people. And it's type type of stuff that Tyler was talking about. It's like, I don't really fuck with a lot of people. And that's our Haribo's, that's my Haribo's thing gone. Cause I said the F word. That was a joke. 
But anyways. <laughs> but it's not because it's bags. We might be gone because of that. This no. isn't the effort, man. This isn't the ethos. The ethos yeah. The ethos. Not, uh, it's not part of my philosophy yet to not swear anymore. So anyways. But genuinely, it is the taking part in actual life and understanding that sometimes what you have to say right now is needed for everybody's ears. Mm-hmm. Like just, or maybe even, maybe you're just a voice box for someone else's thoughts and opinions. Maybe that's what you are. But then again, you got to think, this guy's young, man. This guy's Who? young. This, this, uh, no, wait, like, away from Blueface, I'm talking about no, the state. I'm talking about that other guy. Oh, the other guy. Because like, he's, 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 he's just one of he's 17. many. He's one of many. You know what I mean? There's loads of people his age. Well, it's like Lil Pump's only just turned 20, hasn't he? This is... So ridiculous. Like, with a lot of this, the way music is now, water. it's just... It's become so like like pop in particular has become so simplified, and especially with the way they've used hip hop, has become so simplified. You can just it it's, it has come down to almost a formula of where you just the song needs to just be cat, and I guess it's always been that way like throughout huh? time. Like like with pop music in particular, it's just so happened now. It's taken from hip hop and it's become this thing where it's like I can feel myself scowling while you're saying that <laughs> I can feel it's, I can feel my brows for yeah it's but, but yeah. it's it's and, and it's unfortunate but it, it has it's become a formula where especially with social media you just need to make it it's kind of like when you're making a story you're just like you give it a bit of surprise you give a bit of context because of all the things that are going on around and then you have this Wait, catchy it's jingle. Like a what a story. It's kind what of like, story? You, well, you're just, you're like, it's like the formula of a story in a weird way. Like, you have the surprise, you have the context of what is going on at the time. Then with social media, you do something, you've got this crazy video, you've got something that just, two things that don't go together. Like, he's this, like, super nerdy kid with braces and stuff, but he's just surrounded by big butts and he's riding oh, around on cars. you've actually seen the video. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it, I've seen it. Um, and yeah it's a catchy song like I'm not gonna lie like it's catchy but I not that I didn't know that was the well I didn't know like for certain concrete that it was the case that he didn't write but that's not something that I'm really that surprised by you know what I mean it's like it's just a formula that they can slap on people it's like it's like even with uh, especially with a lot of these kids all they care about is just being like famous like that's it there is no like it's no archery it's the reason there's no archery is because it's so easy to make a song like that now as well you can just bro like we could make something that could get up on there now if we just you know what i mean followed if i bet you if we actually really tried to pull off that formula we could set things off right now i've got evil studio on my laptop you know we've got a couple of mics that's all we need we've got an interface to record it it's a wrap you know what I mean? Like, that's how easy it is to get and post it within today. You could mix it, master it, post it within today. You know what I mean? That's how easy it is to make music now and get it released and distributed. So with that in mind, when kids like this come around and someone just goes, okay, 
yeah, okay, there needs to be little aspects of things that go together. There is still a certain art to putting something like that together, but not art in the sense of authenticity. That being said, yeah, that being said, because the reason we even started this conversation was the sort of authenticity versus the, the aspects of something that makes it a classic and authenticity being that defining factor, right? Like that that's stuff like this guy is always gonna be around with the current state of the way the music business and the music industry is like social media. People yeah. people are always gonna want something to laugh at, to be like, oh like just get crazy about it they don't want to think. It doesn't like, make it like but the only reason why that made it into my peripherals is because of what someone, it says about the other side. Someone who I no not even that someone who I'm following retweeted it and someone who I have allowed their retweets to be active, so that's how it got into my timeline because I switch off people's retweets. So it's like, and did, did was that a, was that a cause to um, quiet his revoke, retweets? Revoke retweet? No, it no. wasn't. Okay, fair. it was like you know because 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 it was basically podcast content. You let it slide. Yeah, literally, and. Um, like, I didn't even laugh when I watched that video. I was like... I wouldn't be surprised. I was though. like, I was like, what is... What is people's... Like, I was just like, wow. Mate, I, I quote tweeted it. I was like, yo, this is everything. Like, th- this, this is funny in quotes, but, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> it is... This is yeah, but terrible. But, but see, the thing is, this, this, this has been around since me, the music industry started, though. Yeah, like, There's been see? people who have literally not even... Their voices haven't been... Remember that, that duo... They, they were just dancers. Like, their vo- voices weren't even on the tracks and it was a hit. Their voices weren't even on like, They were literally just the dancers and they were miming. And... Everything. It's always been around. I don't think that's a... Yeah, because you'll talk about industry and you'll talk about majors and all of that stuff. I'm talking about but I, being an artist. I don't care about the that's, industry. I'm pretty sure he's Indus- distributed through a major. Yeah. That's I, like, well, I'm, well I'm, talking, I'm talking about... Because I don't want to speak about that boy as um, as the um, context for this conversation because that is not he okay. is he isn't the point. The point is music is part of art. Music is deriving from the muse. Swear, by the way. Yeah, it's hot in here. Don't worry about it. It's like the muse, like the show must go on. That, <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, the muse. Yeah, so the muse. So, like I said, you're drawing from the infinite space in your mind and you're using yourself as a channel for offering okay. to the world. Okay. That's the way I describe it. All the, this is the way I've been describing it from... Since a month ago, I think. This is the way I started describing it, right? That's... That is not just music, that is art, right? And that's why a lot of artists say, this art isn't mine, this this was given to me, or like, you have this other essence that's there, because sometimes, because sometimes the things that I know that are deep to me, it's like, they are, I, I don't know how I could have thought of this thing. There are certain things that I've never ever spoke about that I just, I've that are just in my mind, that are just like this comes from a certain place. Mm-hmm. This is this was given to me by someone else. Anyway, 
it is as an artist it has yeah like there's just a certain amount of integrity that comes about with other people and other artists and when they live by the codes when they live by all of these other things their work shines to me and they don't and it doesn't shine in spite of all of the other things it just shines because that's what it's supposed to do so great work shines regardless it's not about oh I'm looking, I'm even looking for um, a certain sound or certain types of people. I'm just trying to reject whatever people are offering to me. It's like, if your work is great, it will shine through. It's like when people talk about um, Migos and Mumbo, and <laughs> I was like, when people talk about Migos and Bad and Bougie and Mumble rappers, and the reason I laughed was because you said something back then, which is hella... Well, it wasn't funny back then to me, but it was it was funny as a thing that I remember. And... What was it I said? You said, um, hip-hop is dying. Did I say that? Yeah, you did. Did I? Wow. You did. Because it's funny, because I don't... I don't think... Like, now, I don't think of it like that. Of course you wouldn't, because literally about six or um, a year after, six months or a year after, hip-hop was defined as the number one genre in the world. Yeah, so but, but when I even said that, I wasn't thinking of it in terms of what... Like, when I was showing you Lil Uzi Vert, when I was showing you Migos, when I was showing you all of these people, when I was showing you Yachty even... So what do you think of Lil Uzi now, just in the context of the conversation? Because I wouldn't have said that in terms of, like, hip-hop is dying, as in, like, it's not going to be around. It's just what... It was more so in the context of what it was becoming. We had that conversation... But, like, even um, now... Properly, properly. And if you want me to recap it for you... Because I remember it intently because that's one, like, that's, that's one of the reasons why we don't really speak about hip-hop because it's like there's certain context that's needed because I told you that hip-hop has been around and it's going to change and it's going to mold, but it's, there's certain foundations that stay there. And now we've got people like J.I.D. Buddy that shine through mm. by themselves. And um, I, I just want to shout out bare names now. Like, there's just so many names to even okay. ring off. No, yeah. Like, even, uh, even Earth Gang are sick. Earth, like, what? I just, no, I just want to ring off names. Like, but yeah. just the point is, it's like... Look, I'm not even like a. That's only a couple. That was. I'm not even a, a huge hip hop fan. Like to be honest. Yeah. Like, I pre like I like I do like hip hop. Like I don't really listen to much stuff in the past, but like specifically Dreamville, that whole label, everything about. Wait, do you listen to like, Dreamville? Oh yeah. Any yeah. artist, I mean. Any artist? No, I mean, do you listen to Dreamville artists particularly? Uh, particularly. I like. I like. I just like what they are as artists and what they bring and just their level of skill and like Earth Gang. Whoa! When I first heard those guys, like, and I first heard about them because of JID, and the thing is, I heard JID and I was like, "Whoa!" This guy's sick. So I just want to bring up names. Yeah, like, but but all of them, man, all of them are crazy. Want, like, like, obviously, I listen to people like Smino. Bring up, bring up more names, man. No name. No name. I don't. I like, never got into no name, you know. Well, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, but. On like on a genuine and then like let me just um shout out Griselda, like Benny the Butcher, um Westside Gun, 
and Conway, the machine, them three, oh fam, gully, they're just gully. Anyways, the point is, when you're an artist, it's, you come with a thing, you come with your own set of rules, you don't make yourself a meme for just making yourself a meme's sake. You like look at Kendrick Lamar, he's so silent right now. He's not even saying a word. He's chilled as anything. He don't care about nothing anyone is saying. And there will be no dispute that he's still um the top three rappers in the world. Because that is the point. Like not not even just rappers, like penmans now. Like he won a Pulitzer Prize for his work. So it's like it's not just it's not even just him being an artist or him being a rapper. It's him being an artist and then someone who's really good at writing, just being being at the top of your game with words, being the best person with, like, because that is my pursuit, is to be the best person with words. It's whether it's in writing, whether I'm speaking or anything, it's like, like, it has, like, it just, like, just being epic, like, during a speech, during, like, a podcast, during a essay, in a book, it just has to be, like, because I'm, I'm nothing right now, I'm not, I'm nowhere near elite when it comes to the best writers, even, and, but I'm still great, this, the, that's the funny thing, it's like, I know I'm great, but at the end of the day, I'm not, I'm nowhere near the best writers. And it's it's the understanding that I'm coming with my own set of rules and principles and I've seen that people who live by a code work. So I have to be okay with sacrificing all of these other things. I have to <clears throat> sacrifice money for art in a lot of cases. So I have to make sure that my art stays the same. And that's why when I speak about... Um, not having any sponsors, quote-unquote, it's like, then there will be certain things that we'd have to say on purpose. And then that, that to me, transforms the integrity. And then when, I, when we speak about um, all of these other, like, not even all of these other things, just in that, let's just use that as the example. It's like understanding that there's a way that the podcast speaks, there's the way that I have to put art first and you have to be the example when you're an artist or else and you don't you're not supposed to conform you don't like if you're a real artist you don't conform to hip-hop just because it's the best genre in the world or it's the highest grossing genre in the world there are people that are doing afro beats right now beyonce done a whole afro beats album just to say like when it comes to singing or rapping, or it's like, like she done she done a hip hop album last year with her husband, and then she done an Afrobeats album this year. So it's like it's not about being, oh, being where people are looking. It's about being yourself. Because if Afrobeats decided to sound like hip hop, then it wouldn't get the same looks. Mm. It had to be authentic to the grounds that it was raised from. Had to be authentic to Nigeria, Ghana, South Africa, all of those other places. So, 
And that's exactly I how, take it how upon you should myself. view your own personal journey as well, isn't it? It's like, it's just, it's just taking it upon yourself to be yourself and asking yourself real questions like, are you really yourself? What, like, and asking those, like, really those in-depth questions. And these are the questions that I had to ask myself for the past two years before, like, I started working again. Because, like, I stopped working in 17 and 18 so that this year I could actually be the guy. So I could be, like, I could be on top. Like, there was obviously products I did here and there for socials just to keep up to my tools. But when it came down to it, it's like when I'm working for myself now and executing now, it's like, and not even talking about executing, when I'm creating my art now, in getting ready for the 20s, it is the, the point I'm making is proving that great art can exist without needing to conform. And that's the point a lot of other people make and using the codes in itself. Because I remember I said um, being an artist is unfortunate. It's unfortunate for a lot of reasons because in this capitalist system, in this consumer system, it's like we have to make money or people have to make money so they compromise things. They, they don't, well, they don't compromise things, they compromise themselves for things. And that is sad as an artist because then you're a gimmick and then you aren't who you really want to be. And then when you try and be yourself, so then, yeah. yeah. And then the people are like, whoa, what's happening? And there's all of these other things. And But I've got a feeling about that because the thing is, when you've connected with an audience for something that isn't you, that's what you've done is like, with you've got different lanes, right? You've got all these other different ways that you could go to appeal to people. There's there's different paths and sections of people you can appeal to. But really, there's only going to be one that leads down the other paths of... Because, yeah, as you're creating art, it's a process of self-discovery as well. So there's going to be paths that sort of shoot off that are still authentic to you, but through your process of discovery, you make certain choices to go down certain paths. Now... There's only truly, though, one direction you really can go in being authentic to yourself. And you know, moment by moment, really, just from an intuitive sense, what is most authentic to you. Now, if you're following any other path apart from that, you're appealing to the people that wouldn't like what is authentically you. But when you're following your own authentic path, there is a spe- it's just like with this podcast we're speaking about a particular set of things from the moment you know what we're talking about you know the people, kind of people that are going to be hearing it yeah I believe that it's the same way for each individual person and artist who creates things you've got a whole wider range of people that you can like appeal to but there's only going to be there's going to be a certain amount of certain kind of people that appeal to the certain choices you make choices of things you you choose to create and show um i um does that make sense or have i made that too convoluted like what you choose to show depending on what you choose to show certain people are going to like i feel like being yourself well not even being yourself it's like i don't think the idea of being the best artist you can possibly be Mm -hmm. because i'm i'm in the understanding that there's an echelon or a stage where 
we <laughs> I'm trying to gauge on whether I can be the best mm-hmm. ever. Like, and knowing that, okay, I'm not at my limit yet, so there's more. There's that more over the hill. So, let's actually, let's just take that away. When we're talking about Kendrick Lamar, he's speaking about certain type of things. He has a certain audience so only like it's not even a certain audience he has the world as his his audience he has the world as his audience but his subject matter comes from a specific place like nina simone toured the world but she was talking about the plight of the black people mm-hmm. in america mm-hmm. so that's me saying you can be speaking about certain things, like, because when you start, because you were talking about targeting a demographic, and that's business. That's not art. No, targeting, no, 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 no. Like, I being was, yourself it's not is just being yourself it's not and necess- gra- that, having people that's gravitate. that's my point. I, was talk- I wasn't specifically talking about the targeting. Because, for example, you, I, I was just riffing off the point where you made, because um, when people are doing one thing and then they start changing, trying to be authentic to themselves... We were saying like how it tarnishes that audience because they're like, well, what's this? Blah, 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 blah. But my point was to say that's just the audience f- that like the things that you made yeah. inauthentically. To me, that's just targeting a demographic. That's, that's yeah, exactly. Not, um, that that that's shouldn't business. define, oh, I've done it once. Oh, no, I've, I'm, I'm done. Or like, oh, was that all that was there for me or whatever? Hmm. No, that's just what those people that your stuff was targeted towards that's who you hit i feel whereas your authentic stuff or the things you, or the authentic you and the things you create are going to appeal to a completely different I, set I, I don't people. know i don't know whether my stuff appeals to anyone i feel like it almost just appeals to me well, and then people gravitate there's, there's seven, people gravitate towards us there's seven well there's there's look it's at the end of the day that like that's the beauty of the i internet. know who i can speak to I know who I can speak to, but when I'm making art, it's not about who is going to buy it. This is the yeah. point. It's not about who okay. who's going to be reading, who's going to be listening, who's going to be clicking onto um, my website. It's all about what I want to speak about, and then whoever yeah, gravitates you still towards pay attention it. To, you still pay attention to that because I'm a project manager and producer. Only because I have to not only, but but does but does I have what, to be able to extrapolate the content that I'm doing so, and creating a business format for certain people who think a certain way. Because okay. I'm not I'm not speaking about myself for the, I'm not speaking about all of these things for the sake of me. I don't look at numbers for the sake of me. I I think I look at numbers for this, or I look at demographics and all of these other things for the sake of understanding business so if i can understand it here it translates to another place okay so, so so all the all the statistics and the stats of your, of mm-hmm. your podcast and mm-hmm. podcast of your website mm-hmm. stuff, that's separate from the actual content that you create you don't yeah think, you, you're, what you get from those stats doesn't affect your content and no content in any way. it doesn't not even a slight little not bit. even the slightest not even the slightest, not even one iota, modicum, percent, at all. I can never, ever allow... Like, if there's a day where no one goes onto my website, that's perfectly fine. 
one, I didn't start my website for other people. I started it for myself. I started it to write a fashion blog. And even I didn't even start it to write a fashion blog. I started writing fashion blogs on someone else's website. And then I translated it to my own. Because I just wanted to house my things properly. Because once I deleted my old Twitter, all of those tweets got deleted, right? So I had to think, what if this website gets deleted? And this is also to the point of what I was making before. Um, I'm not in control. And I have to do things. Um, but I'm, I have to understand that I have to do things by myself sometimes. So I made this for this particular reason. And then I can, I have the freedom. I have the absolute freedom to um, make whatever I want, not for anybody else. I didn't, um, I don't particularly ask people to share my blogs. I share my blogs on my Instagram, on my Facebook and my Twitter and people that like me share my things. But those are only people that like me. The people that read it from those shares, from, my, from the friends that share my stuff, those are the listeners. Those are the people that are gravitating towards it. They don't know me from nowhere. However, they clicked on it, they read it, and then they done something else. That has, that has nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with me being that person's friend. That has nothing to do with my friend. That has everything to do with whatever I was showing on my website. Um, bringing it all the way back, numbers cannot affect what I'm writing. I, as I said, I took two years out of the whole game. Not, not just... Well, not, even not necessarily just, what you're writing, not but just, what you... Because you're writing all the time, right? And you'll be writing what you think. But does, it's it's more of in terms of a oh, okay I'll drop this blog because it's just like the time will probably be out there like the people who are reading it will appreciate it because no. of just what people have been interested about what I've been writing so far or whatever but I hate to say I hate to say just from what you said I hate to say it just bluntly but no actually I even forgot the way I was gonna say it um fam. Yeah, because it's because it was silly. It's not. It's not even a, something that I would say. Um, but it's just not in my mind. It's not. I don't care about that type of stuff. I know when to drop certain things because that is the way things are done. It's totally different. I dropped like, I dropped my what's it? I dropped like I don't. I don't drop pictures on Instagram for Instagram likes. None of the, if I, if I really wanted to hit the targets for Instagram likes, I'd do it a completely different way. There's nothing on my Instagram that says I'm doing this for likes. I'm not even doing it for um, content's sake. It's not, it's not even proper content that I'm sharing. Are you it's, talking about the stuff you post on your story, you mean? Or I'm talking, like on I'm, your page? On your I'm talking page? about on my actual page. Like, okay, so what, what, is it, what is the reason you... Because it looks pretty to me. I like the way the pink and the blue interact. That is the way, that is the reason I have it there. Because the pink and blue interact so sick. And I love that. It's like, like, I didn't know that I could do that type of stuff. And I like playing with negative space. So the way that I done my latest one was, I have one 
block of writing on one side and one block of writing on the other side and they match up um, asymmetrically and they read totally, they, they read so well. But the point is, someone can look at it and understand that I know what I'm doing when it comes to graphic design. This has nothing to do, like that's, then that is business. This is pleasure. I'm doing it for my pleasure. That, that, that stuff is fun to me. Playing with negative space, like, because, because I'm not doing it for likes anymore, I can do stuff like playing with negative space. I can do stuff like being inventive with colour. I can do stuff like writing about hats. Like, I haven't even shared that blog, but I love that blog. I have, like, I didn't, sh I didn't write it for anyone else but me. I like understanding that I can wear a babushka and a balaclava and a beret. That's like saying that I just, that would probably be even like saying I dress up for other people. I don't. I look bomb in the things that I wear. That, that's even funny because um, last week I went to the, obviously the graduation barbecue thing, innit? And I had a choice between one hoodie and the other hoodie. Both of them are sexy, but one just happened to be off-white. And people grab, well... Let me call it off-white for now. But people noticed that it was off-white and they told me that I'm wearing off-white because it's off-white, right? It's not off-white. It's Pyrex. Totally different brand. Mm -hmm. And the reason you can tell it's Pyrex is because of whatever the writing, the way, the way that um, the screen printing is even done. That's how you can tell it's Pyrex. But that's because I love fashion. I love clothes. I wanna I wanna be able to screen print like that. And that's why I've got it. Because it looks hot. That's like that is like it's wavy. Only because of the screen printing, not because of anything else. Mm. And obviously I followed Virgil when I was in university and there's that whole story that I can I can spill about. And Virgil was also the first blog I wrote when I got that hoodie as well. So it's like and the hoodie is high fashion and I've really wrote all of these blogs that come about. But the point is, I don't dress for other people the same way. I, and dressing to me is an art form. Same way I don't write my stuff for other people because my art is more important than whoever's going to read it. Sorry to say. Like if, I don't know whether that sounds offensive or not, but my art is so much more important. The integrity of why I write is so important to me. The reason I write is to understand, <laughs> like, it's for people to understand where this thing is coming from. The codes, principle, philosophy, ethics, context, morals, all of the stuff that I think about, like, all of this, all, everything that I'm speaking about is what I would write about. This is a, this is a, this is a blog. This is the reason why I can be on another podcast and it will be exactly the same conversation. Almost, because obviously me and you have a special type of conversation and a special type of relationship that allows these conversations to go Do you think you'll do another kind of podcast at some point? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, not like feature on a podcast, you mean? Well, just that, whether you just like be, like, or have another have another one like on the side because yeah like obviously yeah enough people yeah. have because I've I've been thinking about yeah a second one in a, I've been one with the sway guys as well I've been so. thinking about a second one for you personally yeah like the, under the obviously obvious umbrella and like yeah I because I know the things exactly that you want to do and there's certain things that I want to do and I don't 
want to hinder your creative process. So I have to think about that type of stuff. Mm. Like if we're not going to do it here, how are we still going to do it? And how yeah, yeah, no, no, I think about that as well. Like, I know what this is. Like, this is what it is. Yeah. This is separate from everything else. Yeah, sort of this thing. This is just the aspects of us that, um, what's the word? Coincide, not coincide, but... Uh, collide. Collide or... Can collaborate or... Correlate. Correlate, yeah. There we go. Um, all of them C's. I knew it was a C. Yeah, all of them C's, fam. Gang. Yo. <laughs> C gang, you feel... Oh, yeah, C. All of the C's, fam. Gang, gang, culture, camaraderie, you feel me? <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, yeah, man, because that's that's what I've been just been thinking about with with everything I'm doing. Yeah, fam. I say this all the time. I've almost died, bro. Almost died. Yeah. It's like... So, <sighs> living my life, like, and I'm like, like I said in one of the other podcasts, I'm not gonna kill myself, so I might as well live for something and that is not going to be for money Mm. i'm not and i'm not going to let an audience kill me Mm. i'm not going to let an audience drive me i'm not going to be i'm not going to let an audience be the reason that um i make certain things the way i've made it like i understand that there's also a performative aspect to offering your art to the public there's a there's a certain way that you do things. There are certain things like um, book cover reveals that you have to understand. There's a certain timeline that you have to follow. There's a certain time that you have to drop. Those are all performative, but that has nothing to do with anything that's in the book. Those are just industry standard. And understanding those industry standards, you can translate it to anything that you're doing. But art being in itself, like, you have to have a pretty picture as a blog cover or else people aren't necessarily going to click on it. So it's like th- those little things, like, you have to understand the performance of it, but that's not talking about it all. That's understanding that this has to be here. This ha- like, there's certain just, things yeah, that make certain just, things happen. Yeah, there's just... But, you have, but I have to make sure that whatever I've wrote is my thing. Like, a lot of my things are, like, notes. Like, I've got a lot of spelling errors in my blogs. Got a lot of them. Got a lot of punctuation errors. All of those, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's... And the point is... That's life, though, man. That's life, though. If, if those yeah. little things happen... It's like it's like I'm thinking about. It's like, with the first episode... If, if I'm there was, 26, If man. there was so many things about the, the first episode that we got caught up on and trying to spend like a month trying to yeah perfect the first episode it's like you're, you're never gonna drop wild, it it's fam. like now the first wild. episode in the context of these next three yeah it's just all its own animal and it's like imagine when we are at episode 50 or 60 70 80 in the, the amount of context that's going to be there the amount of change and evolution that's going to happen that that that's exactly what applies to art and that's the way i view what i do now because i used to be so caught up on not being where i want to be or thinking where i should be mm-hmm. that i would just scrap many things as opposed to finish them and, yeah and i think about how many things i could have that's positive be sitting though. on now sitting on now if i had just done them regardless of how good they are necessarily, I would have a body of work I can look back on and actually physically see my 
my evolution even though now because I, I, I think about these things all the time and i consciously look at my evolution and mm-hmm. things like that and the perspective i have on now on just my life in general um it's like yeah like even now i wouldn't say my head's in the like best place like i've just been focusing on getting my head in the right place mm-hmm. like there's been a big part for me and not just in like terms of emotionally or etc etc but just things within the way of like when i'm working how do i operate um what things should i be thinking about in terms of things like product project management and how i plan my life and 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 just the conservation of energy on the things i think about and yeah like thinking even thinking more efficiently like not getting caught up on certain thoughts and ideas and Mm -hmm. letting that allowing that to stump make me stumble when I'm in the process of doing things because I'm caught up on something that happened before and haven't rectified that, haven't consolidated those things. Um, yeah, yeah, like there's there, <clears throat> there's obviously like um, because hmm. uh, well, we live in two different mind spaces. Obviously, like um, it's like I. Like, the only thing that constrain me are the people closest to me. Mm-hmm. And aside from that, it's like, I think about... Well, actually, I don't think about anything else. I'm really of a certain ilk that makes sure that if the people around me are good, then my work is the best work that it can possibly be. Only because of that. But it's just... Fun. Like, I just love being able to be myself like because at the end of the day I am living in luxury I am living in luxury yeah like this month not month yes month but this year has been traumatic it has been like a terrifying year and I could have let that crush me however all things considered, I battled and decided to change and evolve and better myself all for the pursuit of the greatness of my art. And that is it. Like, And then that comes about when I think about how I'm focusing because that was the thing that put it stayed out to me is like how focused in the moment can you be? And what I do to focus and what I do for pure focus. Like me, I I have this weird way of staying focused, but no one can just do that. It's Well, it's not weird. It's like really, it's really strict. And it it happens in like 2.3 seconds. It happens very quickly, let's say. And... I can get focused immediately on a certain thing and then I can be present. And then, and that's only because, not only that I've been through trauma, but because of how much stuff I've learned and then what my principles were growing up and everything that had to be aligned for this particular moment to even happen. And that is, and all of those things I'm grateful for because just being present without the need of having to think about certain things means luxury to me. Because if we, was, if we were thinking about 
let's say, where we're getting our next meal from, that's torment. Mm-hmm. Like, when, if we're thinking about how, if me and you were so stuck on um, what type of car we were driving, that's torment. What, ta- what other people thought about us when, and how much money we were making, that's torment. Like, why would you torture yourself for other people? And, and being able to withdraw from that and not just withdraw, say you're not playing that game anymore and, and just living alongside that game, not even alongside, but you see that game in a window and you understand that game and you're thoughtful to that game, but you're not in it. And just be, that's luxury. Luxury to be able to, like, there's a luxury in being able to remove yourself because there's some people who aren't artists who don't think outside the box who have to live that way that can't do that at all. Like, there's certain people who are my age, older and younger, that can't even articulate like I can or communicate like I can. And I'm one to have been known to be a terrible communicator. Mm. So it's not like it can't be learned, it's just it's one of those things that I've worked on because of my art ethic and my art philosophy is to be a great communicator. So I, have, I had to do certain things. And because communication is one of the highest orders in art, then that enabled me to just pursue it purely in its like original forms, with, whether that be imagery, video, or written word, while well, I now spoken word. Oh, yeah, fam. Well, I think that's the end. Oh, like you want to talk about something else, huh? or do you just want to skip? Yeah, yeah, fam. Like because you were talking about other artists and that, innit? So you said that you wanted to have a conversation about that. Oh yeah. But yeah. Oh, that's left me. Segway King. <laughs> but yeah, you want me to what segue? I want to ask you about that. Well, um, considering let's talk about Beyonce. Like just the artists that are contemporary to the old yes, school. Sick. Yeah, I think we touched on it a little bit though, because it's like Lucky Day is an interesting example. It's like clearly talented. Still draws from like sort of certain influences of like modern times, yep. just like the way the beats are. You can listen to him and not even that. the R and B. It gives me a little bit of her kind of vibes, like, and I'd say she's more so like she makes great music, but she's more so within the pop sort of sphere, pop lane where I feel like Lucky Day is a little bit more. You think she's more pop than Lucky Day? I think so. Yeah, Lucky Day is disco. Did you say it's disco? And funk, yeah. Like, he's... Yeah, okay. I could see that. Funk, definitely. And it's like... Funk, and, soul. Yeah, and... Her is, like, soul... R&B. And R&B, and those elements there. Like, she, she kind of is going in a little bit of a blues direction, only with her last performance with YBN Corday, but just knowing her catalogue it's like she has that little um neo-funk vibe with certain songs but then she hits us over the head with the r&b and just her tone and 
what she's speaking about, even though, like, because this is the funny thing. She's so young. How old is she? She's 20, 23, is she? It's 24, 23, is she? I don't, I don't even think that she's 21. I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure she is. Let's check. Because I've, I'm not really, a, like, <laughs> When I when I think about her, I think like her as like, cause I seen her old videos when she was a kid, and I think she's met Prince and she was playing bare instruments and she's been on TV, and she grew up away from TV and I think of her contemp her male contemporary stroll, and how he's trying to evolve as well and just like seeing the different types of movies and uh, movies music that they make. Yeah, she's 22 years old. So it's like... Ooh. So... Ooh. Yeah, so... With, and See, that's she, now. She's someone who's going to be making classics. Easily. She literally just turned 22. Whoa! Like a month ago. So, yeah. That's, so last year ooh, when her like, volume one and volume that. two came out and all of that stuff. So, Mate, powerful. So... When you put it in that perspective, like, whoa, she is unbelievably talented wow like yeah, she's they've been saying there. that for like 12 15 years now or something like that. well oh, 12 there. years yeah. how old is scissor she's older isn't it mm -hmm. she's like 26 27 ain't she and she's older than that boy oh she's like 30s right, let's check hitting actually because i think i remember yeah. hearing that what that scissors 30 she's 28 and Kendrick Lamar's 32. Cardi B's 26. Flipping hell. But yeah, like, I'm... Oh, she's 22! <laughs> Mad. So yeah, when you think about when Volume 1 had to have come out, or what age she was when Volume 1 came out, and all of that stuff, like... Because I knew who she was straight away. And I just had to... Because what do you think is the... Like... Do you, do you think with someone like her, it's just her, like, she lets her talent speak for itself and that's it? It's like, like, what what is it that you get from her work? Because it's not, it's not like, although, like, she makes great music and she's talented, but it's like you're saying, the the conversations about love and heartbreak and these things are done so much. Like, what is it that, do you think she's still going through that journey of finding her most authentic self? Yes. Like there's a, she has a circus of talent. And when I think of myself at that age, it's like just seeing how great you can actually be. Like she plays live instruments while she sings. Like, and she doesn't just play one instrument, she plays a lot of them. So she can be on a piano in one performance and then she can be on an oboe in the next performance. It's like, well, even a, like, what was it? Was it cello? Cello. Like, it was a, I don't yeah. know. What? It's like, she can play instruments, basically. Mm. So it's like, she has a circus of talent and it's like, what can, like, what, how far does that go? That, and she's not just seeing how far it can go by herself. She's doing it in front of everybody else. Mm. So it's like, 
<laughs> it's one of those ones where it's like, wow, she's growing up right before our eyes and that. And because I've thought about this before when it comes to me, it's like, what would I be like? Because it's the same thing with Chris Brown as well. Like, he's got a circus of talent, but it's one of those ways where it's like, how far does it go and how much can you extend yourself? And have you found the end? Like, and can you even find the end? Because you know, you know exactly where you're drawing from. And because my thing is articulation, I had to discover words and ways of thinking and not, not other philosophies that have been floating around for a millennia, but my own understanding of the way the world works because I can't run off another person's way of thinking. And a lot of that is unfortunate because it takes a lot of time to build all of that stuff up. And me being able to, but me being able to articulate in this way is contemporary to the times. So it's either, it's like you take the good with the bad. Because I've taken so long learning to articulate since I was 22, I've been able to grow up and understand all of these other things. So when I <clears throat> when I talk about um, Virgil Abloh and how that works contemporarily and how we've been vilified for wearing hoodies and fitting the description and routine checks and all of these other things, and now it's a high fashion item, like that's an understanding of the contemporary philosophy of the time. So it's like, how far does that, like, because I'm still searching how far that goes. How far does my, under, my not my understanding, but the way that I can do that thing, how far does that go? And when it comes to musical talent, there's almost no end to it because me... What do you mean individually? Pardon? Individually or music as an art form? Music as an art form. Like, what her can say is all she can say. She's... Like, I don't think her parents were like broke or poor by any means. She only has so much of a story, yeah. So it's like Well she was a Disney kid, wasn't she? It's like it's well, it's like understanding that her story is so in front of us. Yeah. Like I can tell you my story and there's other people that can tell you about me, but at the end of the day it's like that's that's the hardest it's like, thing. And then that's and so then hard. we speak about music and who's exactly going to relate to what she speaks about and how far does that go and what and what can she do to transform that and that's just her that's her hurdles to go through. It is so unfortunate that the times are. <sighs> the times are what in luxury. Yeah. Well, it's not unfortunate that the times are in luxury. That's not what I mean. But it's unfortunate <laughs> that the the greatest art almost inherently is made in the most in the worst of times because of the impact it has on people and and even the people who are creating music how much the sort of the turmoil and and the overcoming of terribly bad situations influences art to make it so breathtaking but then it means when things are like this 
we it just means we're not necessarily it's not that it's impossible for that to happen but we're not necessarily going to yeah. get art that speaks to you in the same way just naturally because yeah, the reason why sense. that art was so great before was because it was coming from a real expression of actual like pain or and not, and not even just the expression of it it's almost what it took to make that kind of to make music to that level anyway the things you did have to overcome so once you're reaching yeah. that it's just it kind of weeded out the ones that weren't the best of the best almost you know yes yeah, so like here's how i see it when it comes to just speaking like because i've i've almost separated it in a way where it's not just music it's the translating and recording of history because that's what we do. We are recording history in the time as we live it. So when we speak about the 60s and the 40s and the 30s, it's like um, they were recording a certain type of living situation. Like what, when we're speaking about American talent, because we're speaking a lot about American talent, but it also happened in Nigeria. Like, because, and this is, the po- this is mainly the point. It's like... Um, Although I can speak about all of the stuff that went in went on in Nigeria, and I know my history, and I know all the artists out there, it doesn't speak to anyone because they have no clue or understanding of their, those contemporaries in Nigeria. Like I can only speak to people about Fela Kuti, and then the list kind of just drops off dramatically. He's like the one person that probably most people know, and it's like Bob Marley from Jamaica as well. It's like you probably know Bob and then Damien and like maybe Elephant Man and then like the list kind of starts falling off and it's like you don't know a, a great host of real, well, I said Elephant Man, but you don't know a great host of real reggae artists. Like you don't know, like maybe because of, um, DJ Khaled, you know, Bordu Bantan and all of that stuff, but it's like, you're not just recording history, you're telling the story of the people that lives in that time. So that's why it hits. Like when you're going through your first love and then you're listening to Adele's first album or something, or you're going through your first heartbreak on listening to Adele's first album and it's like, it changes you in a certain type of way. Like when you're twenty, you're when you're in your twenties, and or you're going through depression, let's say, and then you're listening to XXX Tentacion, and then it's like he's going exactly through what going through what I'm going through, and he's translating that, so do you, and he's but, recording but so, history, and that's why his albums are classics, not because of anything else apart from the fact that there are people who also lived that life that he lived. So, so do you think then? And that, and he recorded that history. Well, it was his personal history as an artist. It wasn't even the history of the land. It was his own personal art, and that's where that's where it changes. So, but that's what I mean. Do you think then? If XXX Tentacion wrote for her, oh my god, that would be so sick. But yeah, carry on. Sorry. Do you think? Because some people would argue that it's not. It's not even that they're like. But it's like comparing him to B- 
because when people say music nowadays is just not as good as it was, because that's basically what this conversation kind of is. Is it? In a well, it's not not that's that's what it is, but that's kind art. Of, well, yeah, period. art. Yeah, art. Art oh, now period. isn't as good. Because when I, like, when I say music, we're, like, we're speaking music because everybody understands music. If we was, like, we could literally speak about all of the painters that I know right now, but that's not going to go anywhere with anyone. But if we're saying anyone. that, if we're saying art now isn't as good Movies as it even, was, yeah. is that just because of the yardstick we've got to measure it against, or is it because of we just aren't experienced our, our experiences aren't from the art that's being created now so we are can't see it in the same way we're not we're not experiencing current artists in the well, same way that we've experienced artists before last century was the formulating of the institutions that were black music and white hollywood mm. and this century we are consolidating all of those things and trying to open the barriers of entry. And that's why we don't need a studio to make a podcast. Like, we don't need to go through communications at university, then intern, then get um, a weird slot at a radio station, and then um, get one hour to DJ and then um, be an early morning radio host um, or a work a work shift radio host, it's like, we can communicate with this and everything is going to consolidate. Like, and that's why music is cheaper to make, technically, but the cost of art is not. The cost of art is still high. You pay a high price to be a great artist, regardless, in any century, any millennia, whatever, whatever it is. Like, Who's it? I died. Was it? Damn. Um. Socrates died for his words. The defense of Socrates. You read that one? No, I actually haven't. Okay. So that is great art. That well, Socrates obviously didn't write, but Socrates died for his art, and then his student was student. Was it Plato? Later, I feel like it was. I feel like. Am I, why am I getting my history wrong? Because I haven't studied these in like three, four years. Wait, who now. is this? Plato, Socrates. One more. Do I have it over there? I have it over there. Um, but what's the point is? No matter whatever the millen the millen millennia is, <laughs> it's like great art pays a price and the price sometimes is death that is the point the point is the price is sometimes death and, and a lot of Plato, people Plato, yeah, Plato. yeah a lot of people today are not willing to pay that price that is the luxury of life you don't want to die for your art there's a lot of people that have killed themselves for them for their art this is what i talk about in the pain of passion it's like i'm giving you my pain and you don't know how much it hurts to even write about certain things mm. like there's certain songs certain artists make that resonate so totally with um the audience but they can't even perform that song 
because it'll just burst into tears every single time. So it's like, you don't know the pain. Like when I wrote this book, the pain that I go through reading and rereading so that I can get my punctuation right and my grammar right for all of these people that are probably not going to read it to the... Like, if you love art, you might love my book. But the point of writing it was not so people can read it. It's so that I can let it go. Anyways, a lot of people died for their ability to speak. And then a lot of people were not even short of this year and last year where drill artists, quote unquote, um, have been taken, the police have taken down their videos from YouTube because they are speaking about the life that they're living. It's kind of messed up that actually. And they're not allowed, they're not allowed their freedom of speech because it's inciting violence. And see how many times that argument has been made for black music. Mm. So it's like, we're even still fighting for the freedom to speak, but what is the price that you're willing to pay? Is it nobody ever seeing your face when you perform these songs? Do you think there's this way you can simulate that? Simulate what? Death? Well... Cost. The cost is high. Like, I carry the scars every single day of my trauma. I carry the scars of the people who have died beside me in the hospital. Like, the real... Like, being really real. Like... I've been there when someone died and like they they evacuate all of their um their bowels and it's like they're gone. The light leaves their body. And then they have to be wheeled out. And you never that that person's never going to exist ever again. Like I've lived that. That's that is <laughs> I'm not going to cry, I swear to god. But I've lived that, and there's no way that you can simulate that. I'm going to cry, fuck. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's no way that you can simulate that at all. Fuck. Oh, man. Oh. So, yeah. It's like the price has been paid already. Years of trauma. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's just in the hospital. That's not even like outside on road. Like, so. <sighs> yeah. Like, like it, obviously it makes sense. It's, it almost, it's almost obvious when you just think about it logically. It's like at the end of the day, that's kind of this conversation we're having about the authenticity of... Yeah. Of speaking and and creating with who you are in mind and the things that have happened to you and telling your story. Like that's that's what it is, is telling your, your own story or a story you've resonated or something you've experienced. But I guess that's what I'm saying when art is almost when when things are as good as they are at the moment, art art is almost well, depending on your story anyway. <laughs> just just because things are generally good doesn't mean you don't have pain to exhibit um 
it's almost to what extent are are you able to reach in in a place where you have so much opportunity and listen it doesn't need to be <clears throat> it doesn't need to be pain like there's yeah it can be yeah like sure. songs in the key of life is a immense example mm. of something where whereby Stevie Wonder one you can't even see but he's talking about the joys of having his daughter I want to remember what song that is songs like because I, I told you that I I shared that song with you um Oh yeah, I can't remember what it was. Was it? We were talking about was it not? It's not knock me off my feet. Is it? I wish. It's um. It's not pastime paradise. No, it's isn't she lovely? That's his song, and then like there's other songs as well. But and there's as like all of these beautiful songs come from joy, regardless of like maybe the trauma that he's been a part of, he's lived through. Just well, is it trauma? Yeah. The trauma of not being able to see your own daughter ever in life. It's like, at the same time, you can talk about the joys of having one. That even though he can't see, he sees in <laughs> the place in his mind where all things exist. And that is the point. He, he can see that thing. And even though he can only feel and touch it, he is able to convey that message so greatly. And inst and some people feel like all they need to speak about is um, the girls that they're going to steal from you or um, the car that they're driving or how much money they're making when sometimes I'm living in a great world whereby, whereby I don't have to deal with people shooting at my window. I like my like some people can that like you can speak about your parents still being together. I've never I've never heard that perspective before. Who's willing to offer that perspective? Like who's willing to offer the perspective of I just want to be with someone that I can see with the re I can see myself spending the rest of my life with. Like when Chance the Rapper was like um I made my baby mama my missus or I made my baby mama my wife, something like that in one of these tunes. That was a great song. Like, and it's not, it's not a sad song. It's like he once, like he once had a bad relationship with his baby mom and then now he's got a great relationship with her to the point where they're now married. And he's, made, he's making an immense amount of money and his songs are so gracious and grateful. So what, like it's not it's not about the trauma sometimes so then it's got to be the barrier of barrier to entry then that's probably it's like what what are you allowing yourself to live and see it's like if you're allowing yourself to see something that is gracious and humble and loving then that is what you're going to convey it's like maybe you're not um that type of artist Maybe you're just not that level yet that you can just talk about the things that are great in your life. Maybe it doesn't even occur to you that things can be like you can talk about you actually like like um not to pick on that kid, but maybe you can just talk about being a geek but still having fun with your friends. Like you can still talk about riding your bikes and you know like there's this one song that I have where it's like you know that night where like last summer where 
we were we were coming back from that. I think it was Mickey Rose's performance. Shout out Mickey, and then um, we were just having like chips in Lewisham and that, and with strawberry Miranda and like it's just it's just one of those cool times where it's like you're with your boys, you're having fun. It was a great night. The sun's rising. Yeah, it doesn't it's have to be anything complex. Yeah, it's at four o'clock in Lewisham. It's like well, everyone, so then- everyone can relate to that. Everyone can relate. I've, I don't have any money, but I've got a full oyster and I've got my boys. We're going to have a great day around London. Like, who who's not going to relate to that? What what gang of guys, like, obviously gang being um, a colloquial, but what group of boys aren't going to relate to that? You don't need to tell me about the So it's got to be the barrier, barrier to entry then, isn't it? It's like the, how, how... It's your calibre of... Like, if they're not a good calibre artist, then they're not going to care. But you're saying that, but there's people who... Yeah, and again, not to pick on that little boy, I wouldn't say he's a very high calibre of artist, but... And yeah, okay, fair enough, he's having his moment. Like, Chance but, the Rapper's dad is, like, a aide to politicians. Like, he helped Barack Obama. Like, Chance the Rapper didn't grow up, like... Dead, poor and broke. Neither did Jaden Smith. Probably one of the richest, freest black men now in the world. Like, well, in our contemporary times. And he's helping out Flip Michigan with water. He's, um, do, he's got his own tech company. And he's talking about the joy. Like, and he's shedding a light. Like, in his first album, he shed a light on the injustices that were going around the world. Well, not around the world, but in America, I should say. And that still resonated with me. And Jaden Smith was what? I think, I don't even know whether he was 20 when he wrote that. I think he was 19. So it's not like you have to be dead, poor and broke. You don't have to almost die to make great music to me. You just have to be a great artist. You have to have substance. And it has to be real. And it has to come from a place like, of course... There are boys that look like Jaden Smith in America that are going through injustices, just like me, where I put myself in Trayvon Martin's shoes and it's like, wow, that can be anyone. And it's like, I've lived this. So it's like, the, it's like the direct form of communication for those, those people is like, you just got to be able to communicate communicate your message and this, this is what I said about being you like who am I that's it that's, that's, that's the that's, that's the, the barrier journey, to entry it? yeah. it's like how much do you know yourself but it's not it's not the barrier to entry because how much do you know yourself is the barrier to entry well it's the uh, that's that's probably the barrier to entry of making anything if you don't but know it's, yourself it's literally not because there's people who are being able to create and there are people who are lost that make really great work. Is that what you're saying? But it's like, it's it's not even about, because what we're talking about isn't isn't about great work. Like, specifically, we wasn't just talking about great work. We, we was, but it was kind of like in between of what what is it that people currently are getting noticed for, for what they do, and what are people holding to the highest regard? I guess that's always going to be the masses, though, isn't it, really? Like the masses are going to essentially like the simplest things of what's what's culturally perceived as 
cool, interesting, or funny at, at that specific time. What do you mean? Because the things that decades later people are going to go, oh, that was really cool, is the stuff that sort of... Icon will be the song of the decade by Jaden Smith. Will be the song of the decade. Interesting. Icon will be the song of the decade. Really? 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 I don't know whether you can name ten like because you talk about simplicity and all of that stuff and it's like who's like who okay first of all one this decade has not been my favorite decade for any type of creativity mm. next decade will be like because we're in control next decade I see it being one of the greatest most fruitful years and um, decades of anything that has been ever created but right now in this decade those people who haven't been authentically themselves are gonna be washed away and they've already been washed away like those people three four years ago that weren't the greatest like they're not they're not around now they can't pack out stadiums and all of these other things they're they're doing other things now but those that are true stay like offset he made something true to his family and he stays. Offset is now the best rapper in the Migos, technically, because he had an album that resonated. And it wasn't just about the money goes and the cars. It was about introspection, starting a family with Cardi and being, um, is it five or four or something like that? And having all of these kids that he has to raise and wanting his dad and like, what are we really talking about here? This is like, uh, that, is, that is a cold. It's like, you know yourself, you share yourself, and people gravitate towards you. And that's Cardi the B definition, knows herself, she shared of... herself, and people gravitated towards her. Jaden Smith knows himself, he shared himself, and people gravitated towards him. I'm li- like, that is literally the cold to being a great artist. That is literally yeah, but the Cardi code. B got her, are you, didn't she get a lot of her stuff written for her? I swear. Are, are you... Are you, like, literally... Because <laughs> that's what are, we, what are we defining it by then? Because if it's just the message, then... Well, we... did, did Beyonce have the Brown Skin Girl song written for her? Like... What, Drake, did he... Like, are we going to now start contending? No, 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 like, but that, that's like, why I'm saying. It's like, what... That, if we're gonna go by canon debt or whatever's whatever the rumors are, it's like because is it kind of like Kanye how we're speaking about Jesus sponsorships? Walks. We talk about sponsorships. It's like yeah, okay, you didn't make that product. Those people are paying you, but if that product that is sponsoring you is completely and entirely within your okay, wait, which what are you talking about? Cardi B writing or well, this is what I'm saying. Is, like, is it is it reviewing the way she's picking and selecting the song that she's going to rap about in the same way, like? Even though she didn't write that, that's not hers, but that's still going to be her product that she uses to make the money like, at the end of the day because she's picked that because of how much it there is, correlates, how congruent it is with her personal beliefs and message, even though she didn't write it. What? Those words. I don't understand your argument. Like, if we're talking about artists having to write their things, or either, are we talking about artists having to write their work? Or artists having to communicate a proper message. Because well, that's what, no, Cardi B it's was, just her, how we Cardi was, B was about, herself. What's his name? That before, other guy. That Cardi other guy. B, 
we was who, we was yeah, using him as an example. I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna pick. I'm not gonna pick on pick on him anymore because yeah. he has no idea of the codes or what he's doing. Mm. He is a kid that wants to make money. That's cute. That's cool. Now the codes are: you are yourself. You share yourself. Mm. People will gravitate towards you. That is the codes that like that's that's being an artist. You know yourself. You share yourself. People gravitate. To, that is the simplest way I can say it in any regard. Okay. Well, I want yeah. It'd be cool to talk about monster but we're Ooh. literally two hours and forty minutes. Hey, 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 hey. So. yo! This has been the culture and camaraderie podcast episode four episode four episode Episode four four, deep and look at this i cried i laughed and we spoke about a lot of things and i enjoyed this conversation although you know my heart is still melting but the show must go on anyways this has been ny typical and uh laxera tyler on, on instagram at laxera probably already know by now but yeah this is us it's ny typical everywhere facebook instagram twitter um and ny typical ny typical dot net for my website you can check out all my essays and things there you feel me anyway stay tuned love i ex- i i love you guys This is amazing. Let's keep going. Peace.